0: Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. All you have to do is dial in to our toll-free number, which is brought to you by SACL CAI. That number is 1-855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. Here with you this evening, it's Ian Pete. And Mark. Pete Ayer joining us, courtesy of uh, CopBlock.org, which has been a very busy site uh, recently. They've uh, kicked off, and I hope they continue to do, uh, weekly video updates. The CopBlock News, which I think is uh, the first one I thought was pretty good. Uh, so I'm hoping those things continue. Are there plans for that?
1: Yeah, it seems to be. I think uh, Damo is uh, kind of spearheading that right now, but uh, he made a he's second got court one. coming with, up, uh, though, so I Yeah, think with he's... Kate and... Uh, I think he may loop in some other folks in the area. It's it's really cool the segments, the fast pace and just a lot of uh, information in a short period of time and uh kind of points back to some other content on Cop Block and elsewhere.
0: Well, I think that uh, we're definitely going to have to talk more about cop block, not just because you're here, but uh, because it's particularly relevant right now with the Occupy Wall Street uh, situation that is still developing as we are speaking here tonight. Uh, for our listeners that maybe are just tuning in, and that uh, you haven't heard the last few shows, as you may be aware, a couple days ago there were there was a raid on Occupy Wall Street. The day prior to that, there was a raid on Occupy. Uh, I think it was Oakland, and the police doing what they've done before, coming in three in the morning, two in the morning, four, whatever really early morning hours when as mo- many people as possible are asleep. They're coming in. They're uh, they're basically ransacking the campground. They're they're stealing people's things. Uh, camps are being torn apart. They've they've cleared out the entirety of Zuccotti Park in uh, in Wall Street the uh, in Manhattan. And so they cleared it out, and the last I had heard was that they were allowing people to come back into the park, but not allowing anyone to set up any tents. So they've effectively made their stand, or the the police have made their stand, and and they took that ground back. But the activists weren't going to give up. They changed their plans, and they decided they were going to, instead of attempt to reoccupy Zuccotti Park, that they were going to go forward with what they'd already thought about doing, which was uh, the occupation of Wall Street itself—to actually go in and, and attempt to shut down Wall Street. Now we've talked about, uh, you know, our opinions of this particular type of uh, action, and I'm curious to hear how you feel about it, Pete. Because my position is I don't like I don't like a protest that gets in the way of people trying to do business, even though yeah, these people on Wall Street are. You know A lot of them are these big corporate banks and very tied in with government. You could argue that getting in their way
2: is no big deal because generalization they 're using, using the you
0: know the force of the state to
2: i don 't even think it 's an apt generalization i don 't even think you 're talking about the majority of the people on Wall Street.
0: Well, I don't know about the people. I mean, the companies that are uh, that are on Wall Street. Companies these, don't exist. You know, these big corporations. Well, okay, I, I get what you're saying, Mark. But the buildings do exist, and those people do work for organizations that uh, you know. that Those f- some they call of themselves those people a certain thing work and,
2: for some banks that yeah. took some bailouts. However, the vast majority of companies that are traded on the Nasdaq. And I'm not talking about the ones
0: traded. I'm talking about the companies that are actually on Wall people Street.
2: People that go to Wall Street to do trading. I mean, the Wall Street traders have jobs to do, and they service companies that, um, you know, m- many of them didn't take bailouts and are, in fact, uh, you know, the people that work for those companies are wage slaves to the government. Right. I mean, I can appreciate the actions of the folks down
1: there at Occupy, and, uh, you know, we should remember that that uh, it's not a monolithic movement. There's a lot of nope. d- diverse people involved uh, at, at all the different locations, over the thousand locations right now across the world, but uh, the, the group at, at uh, Occupy New York... That uh, do want to do that? I can understand. Uh, you know, it's almost like a direct action kind of thing. But um, at the end of the day, is that is are, are those actions? Let's say they get a thousand, ten thousand, hundred thousand people down there to occupy Wall Street. At the end of the day, it, what will change from that? Um, I think uh, if. if like anything down there, I think it comes down to the power of ideas and persuasion and, and that would be that would resonate with people to say, Wow, there's enough people interested in this, maybe I should look into it and see what's going on. But at the end of the day, I I think you know, the action should be um, relegated and directed towards this the root of the issue, which is this, the nation state, which is people who believe this other group has a right to steal money and control and restrict and censor and regulate when that, that is where the issue really is. It's not just Wall Street. I mean, it, it's just a, it's symptomatic of the, of the core issue.
0: Right. So I kind of agree with what Mark's saying is with these you – so you're, 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 just, you're just kind of scattershotting across the entirety of Wall Street. It's not fair all those people that aren't tied in with the you know, the big oh, but wait evil 2nd
2: You're talking about arrests in L.A., Chicago, and Miami – for the same stuff. What? Getting in the streets and effing with people trying to go about their day. In Chicago, demonstrators block, uh, Occupy Chicago, demonstrators block LaSalle Street Bridge. Occupy me. This is and- today? Miami an um, hour ago. Occupy oh, wow. Miami meanders through downtown, jams uh, rush hour traffic. It happened in L.A. It's happening all over. And Occupy has a real branding problem. They People don't know what the F they're doing. Now, I'm not saying that they're not trying to get their message out. I'm saying they haven't gotten their message out and that the, the media isn't giving them Say free advertising I mean could we really
1: expect uh, a decentralized group? I mean for the most part it's still relatively decentralized there's not it 's not been co-opted by the Democrats or by some sure. big money interests so I mean could we really expect a diverse group across you know hundreds and hundreds of locations to have a single uh, face that that
2: is branded i 'm not saying that uh, what i 'm saying is is if you take to the streets and you block traffic without a message that people can wrap their minds around, right. and a message that has gotten to those people that uh, wh- whose minds need to be wrapped around it. You're, I mean, first off, blocking traffic is always going to cause a lot of problems as far as your PR goes. And at this point, your oh, PR isn't good before they got in people's way, and now yeah. well, that's what I told you them you here. They, so they, I now they've agree got that. dirty hippie. I mean, they might as well write that on a T-shirt. I mean, because that's what they've got. Yeah, I mean, I'm the first to go down there and tell folks like how, you know, we shouldn't just, sure, we're all
1: disgruntled about what's going on the status quo, but how do we change? Like, how do we get here? First of all, let's do some analyzation. And then how do we prevent it from happening? How do we move forward positively, not just react? And that's what I see. You know, yes, this blocking the street may just be more of a reaction with no end goal. You know, it just, I mean, yes, Yes. it it may draw awareness, but is it negative awareness? Is it going to? Is it going to come back at the, and that's, in the end? That's
2: my only point. I'm not. I like that these people are going out there and uh, you know raising their voices um, and being heard. I like that they were getting some positive uh, momentum going. I think that they have just squandered that by you know. I mean, if I have to sit in traffic because somebody you know wants to stick it to the man, I'm not going to like that very much. Right.
1: It's interesting the uh, the the whole road issue because I just uh, finished this book that had been sent to me a, a year ago, uh, written by some French sort of left anarchist activists a few years ago. And one of the uh, strategies, one of the tactics that the authors recommended was, uh, you know, if left anarchists, so they sort of uh, decry the, the capitalist consumerism sort of society. Sure, sure. And uh, they say the way to, to help halt that is to cut off the supply lines, which is taken over the roads because, oh you know, you end the, uh, the on-time sort of logistic supply chain that a bunch of these big companies rely on. But
0: unfortunately, they get in the way. Minds. No, oh, I agree. agree. No, unfortunately, <laughs> it gets in the way of everybody else <laughs> no, who's you know trying to drive to work at their small company yep. or you know going to visit a family member somewhere or whatever. And I I pointed this out to the folks at Occupy Keene because the very first day that they they had the occupation here, they walked from one park in downtown Keene to another park. Now, downtown Keene's pretty small, so it only took like two or three minutes. Um, and they weren't crossed the entire road, so there was maybe a way for cars to go around them, but either way, they still did get in some people's way. And I you know, expressed to them that I didn't think that that was a very good way to reach people, because if you want someone to listen to your message, you shouldn't really upset them first. However, I mean, having done civil disobedience, I also understand that doing disobedience is part and parcel. You're going to upset somebody. Some
2: people are going to be upset. But, there but some I wonder how many are, people sitting in that traffic are saying, thank God for these people blocking the traffic.
0: Right. At least with civil disobedience on an issue where you're not getting an, you know, 100 percent of the people's way, at least uh, civil disobedience on an issue, you're going to have people that are divided in their opinion about you. That's a great point, Mark. How many people are happy to be sitting waiting in traffic? I can't imagine there are very many. I mean, what, 1 percent, 2 percent? Who would who would like that?
1: Yeah, it's tough to gauge. When I was down in New York on the uh, September 24th, like uh, right off the first week of Occupied uh, Wall Street, and folks were walking from uh, Zuccotti Park to Union Square, or not walking but running, and and it was like you know the there were folks uh, just running up Broadway, and uh, you know myself included, and documented. And but the energy there was insane, and um, there were some people in the cars that were supportive.
0: There's more coming back here. 855 450 free. Plus we'll hear from Michelle seven down on the seat.
3: Beware the man with one gun, for he probably knows how to use it. Never has this been more true than with the Ruger Gunsight Scout Rifle. The one rifle to have, if you could have only one. It's the perfect lightweight, hard-hitting, do-it-all bolt-action rifle. Affordable, versatile, and reliable. Delivers 10 rounds of .308 Winchester performance. It's compact, lightweight, and accommodates a host of optics. Visit Ruger.com slash Scout Rifle or your local firearms retailer to learn more. The Ruger Gunsight Scout Rifle. It's mine, and it's American.
0: Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Dial in toll-free at 855 free. Maybe you have been on the ground today in New York City or elsewhere at Occupy Movements and you want to share your experience. 855-453 today being a huge day for the Occupy Wall Street movement. We're going to get back into that here. We'll talk to Michelle Seven in just a moment. She's actually down there on the scene and she'll fill us in as to what has been happening today and then we'll look at the mainstream media's opinion of things and we'll also look at Occupy Wall Street's official website and their opinion of, of uh, what's going on or and what has transpired earlier today. Our number here, 855-450-FREE. You can also join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Grab archives at your leisure. They're up there. You can download them all the way back to late 2006. And it's all free for you at freetalklive.com. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Projects Liberty Forum. We go every single year, and uh, it's been great. It's an absolute blast. Uh, Pete, you've been to the Free uh, Free State Projects Liberty Forum. Do you like it?
1: Yeah, I have. Yeah, it's good. It's, it has a different vibe than uh, Porkfest. Uh, Liberty Forum is a little bit more, uh, I guess, scholarly in a hotel. There's sessions, breakouts, folks a little bit nicer dressed in general but only and, a little bit chill. More, yeah right? but <laughs> the, the, the crew there i mean there's always awesome folks around and you know it's 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 good i mean it's a it, great time yeah you
0: meet it, lots of neat new people uh, you've, i mean if you've never been to new hampshire before to to meet free staters you'll meet a bunch of them and you'll also meet people that are uh, considering a move to new hampshire maybe in the same boat as you perhaps i mean you're still considering be on the fence about moving to new hampshire come up to the liberty forum and by the end of the forum if you're not off the fence just go to pork Fest. You'll be off the fence then, but you'll probably be off the fence at the end of Liberty Forum because it's just incredible to be around hundreds of like-minded liberty-oriented people. It's just a, it's that's for me the reason to go. the The banquets are nice, the the luncheons are nice, the speakers are great. In fact, it's this nice year it's
2: not to get rained out of your tent too. That helps.
0: Uh, this year, you know, speakers include John Lott from More Guns Less Crime, uh, Michael Cloud from the Center for Small Government, uh, Michael Bolden from the Tenth Amendment Center, and just announced Jody Emery, the uh, the wife uh, and lovely. Super activist lady of uh, Mark Emery, who's sitting in jail in a prison cell in federal prison for five years for selling seeds. She's going to be there to speak to us. And I I think that's awesome. Plus, rumor has it there's going to be a 420 celebration to kind of uh I guess redo what happened in twenty ten at the Liberty Forum where there was a huge crackdown by the uh the National Police Department on the four twenty celebration at that time. So it's it it's already kind of shaping uh. up to be an epic uh Liberty Forum.
1: Yeah, seeing the growth of these, I was able to go to the first one, the second, third, and uh the the number of folks that go you know, uh number and the calibre of folks that go just continues to increase, just like pork fest. So definitely worth worth the trip. Take, your, take
0: a moment out. Go to freestateproject.org slash forum. Use our coupon code FTL2012 to sign up. You'll save 10% on the already low early bird discounted prices. FTL2012 is the discount code. The website, freestateproject.org slash forum. We'll see you there. Michelle is with us calling from Occupy Wall Street. Uh, Michelle, what what's going on out there? Oh,
4: Ian, can you hear me okay? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm sitting in a in a alcove with a jacket over my head, so uh, I can hear you guys. It is going off. There are 40,000-plus people down here, and I heard while I was waiting someone, uh, Mark, saying he wouldn't have to be sitting in traffic. That's a bunch of baloney down here. Every car is honking. They are Waving their fists outside their their cars, and they're like fully in support of what's going on. That may be true. There people. in
2: L.A., there were interviews by um, you know of, of people in cars, and they didn't seem happy at all.
4: Well, Occupy Wall Street's kind of like where it's happening, and kind of the epicenter of
0: all that's are going on. Are you saying that Occupy and, uh, Wall
2: Street isn't standing
0: in front of traffic? No,
4: they've been um, ushered onto like the sidewalks. We just—I walked across the Brooklyn Bridge with, with the group, and I was a little scared. I tried to get out of the group because, you know, I wanted to be filming. I'm with the South American independent film crew, and, and, um, and we all have, they gave me a press pass, and, and uh, so I could do that, and uh, the police told me no, and as I said, well, I, you know, I want to get over outside of the occupation group, and he said no, and he pushed me, and uh, that's when I sent a text message or called you and said, hey, <laughs> I'm a little scared, but uh, I just wanna tell you like I said, like forty thousand people and they someone has a big uh uh thing projected up on a building that's giving a list of complaints and things. Um
0: Where are where are people. you right now?
4: I am at the uh gosh, I don't know if it's the east end of the Brooklyn Bridge and I think it's the east end. So I'm near the uh near the um state house or the um uh, the mayor's office, basically, or whatever. Oh, really? Okay. And they've been, they've been marching I think that'd be by Westin, for then. half an hour.
0: That's hard to keep track of yeah. New York City's a big place. Now, so now, when you're going down the Brooklyn Bridge, you're saying people weren't standing in the way of traffic? They were just kind of going down the sidewalk? Or how did that work?
4: They- they were kept on the sidewalks. The uh, the police are keeping everyone off of the street. Everything's barricaded. Now one guy kicked at the at the gate and said, "You know this isn't right. It's a public street." And the cop said, "Don't kick that again." And he kicked it again. And he reached over to grab him, and the guy, you know, got out of his, swung around and started running off. And he tripped. When he tripped, the cop called man down, and or cop down. And they came, uh, uh, six or so cops came in, surrounded him, and beat the crap out of him, oh, beat geez. his head in. And oh. they didn't take him in a, away in an ambulance. They took him away in a cop car. Did you get so it on video? Been, I'm sorry?
1: Did you get it on video or the video crew you're rolling with? Did they get it?
4: No, we didn't, but it's, it's going to be all over YouTube. It probably all, is already. Good. But the, um, what I came down to do is share voluntarism and the non-aggression principle and mutual aid as an, uh, as an alternative to the state, the monopoly the state has on those services and things. And, um, you know, there are people that are chanting, you know, tax the rich, et cetera. But I passed out 200. I wish I'd had 2,000. I wish I'd had 20,000. Everyone's very receptive to the idea of voluntary interaction. And once you start talking to them, they're like, yeah, this is what we believe. I desperately wish people were down here educating on that because they're so hungry and they're so interested. They're not close-minded. They're very open-minded. It's really sad
0: when you hear people in the liberty movement say, well, I don't want to go to the Occupy movement because they're not principled. I mean, the the whole idea is to do outreach to to these people who are upset, and many of them are looking for solutions. Not all of them are total dyed-in-the-wool, you know, card-carrying Communist Party or Socialist Workers' Party members. Many of them are just those average are the, folks. Those,
4: those are the minority actions yeah. down here from what I've seen. And this is the fourth time, third time I've been down here. And, um, you know, I passed out. Gosh, Pete Nademo gave me a bunch of uh, cop block stickers and um, DVDs. Those were just gone. People just ate them up. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I'm going to uh, – I'll give you an idea of what it's like. I'm going to stand up and hold the phone up so you can hear. One second.
0: I'm not sure how well that'll work, but uh, you're welcome to try it. See, phones have noise-canceling features that –
4: Okay. I don't know if you can hear yeah. that. But, um, I think your phone's
0: uh, got noise canceling, so we can't hear anything. It just sounds—it sounds really oh, okay. good actually, talking to you. But we can't hear any of the crowd. I, I did hear them earlier when you were like in the midst of that that situation where that guy was being beaten. Uh, when you were calling me around that time, and it sounded pretty—it sounded pretty uh, pretty hectic. Now, Michelle, uh, are you going to be able to stick with us for just a short bit and continue your uh, your your recap of what happened today?
4: Actually. Um I probably have to move because okay. the police have already come and told me to uh, to vacate the area. And they're not messing around, so I I, gotcha. I'm not interested in getting arrested.
0: No, don't want you to get arrested uh, just to talk to us I'll, on the phone. Thanks, Michelle. I'll call Michelle, in tomorrow, for... though. I'll okay. call in tomorrow. Sounds good. Thanks okay. for right. the call. Be safe out yep, there. Stay safe. Yep, 855 free That's the toll-free number for you. You can take control of the airways. Maybe you're on the ground in New York City or elsewhere. And you've been experiencing what's been happening today. You're welcome to share your experience with us. We'll also go to uh, the Internet here and get other people's viewpoints on what transpired today. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live.
3: In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything that you want. Dial in to the toll-free number brought to you by SACL CAI. That number is 1-855-450-FREE, 855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features we have there for you, including the bulletin board system. You can go and get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners. And the BBS has been tweaked quite a bit. It had been falling off the radar in terms of popularity. And uh, and and now you can go there and you can get interactive with other listeners without the concerns about the trolling problem that the BBS had had in the past. So you can now go there and actually when you create a thread, any thread that you've started, you actually can delete any responses to that thread that you want to. So it gives you like... Property rights, almost over your own threads on the BBS. So if somebody posts some response that you think is inappropriate, doesn't belong there, just get rid of it. It's no problem. Uh, the moderators now have the ability to do more moderating, and so it is no longer the as we once advertised, it virtually unmoderated form that it that it once was. It is now a much more uh, controlled place, and that's because people, you know, don't tend to behave very well on the internet when they are anonymous, and that's what the kind of the lesson that uh, was learned. Well, by some the, people the BBS. Yeah, well, you don't know who those those people are That's that right. aren't behaving. Could be the same guy over and over again. It, it could very well be. be, for that matter. So head over to bbs.freetalklive.com.
2: Bitcoins, they're the world's first free market, peer-to-peer, digital cash. They can be used anywhere in the world without needing permission from any government or corporation. They can't be counterfeited or inflated, and now you can buy them with a credit card or PayPal. Memory Dealers is proud to offer physical Bitcoins that you can hold in your hands, but can also be transferred back into normal digital form at any time. They make great conversation starters and Christmas gifts. Pete, I actually just gave you a small handful of them, and uh, you know that's that was the idea because you know get get some in your hands. Maybe you'll use them to uh, do some buying, selling, or trading with your friends. Yeah, these look great. I yeah, actually have this first time I've seen them in person, and
1: they uh, they definitely would be difficult to counterfeit, I'll say that.
2: They're pretty neat little things. Those are the one Bitcoin pieces. Here's the 25. It is a much bigger th- – those are yours oh, wow. with which to do as you please. Nice. You can buy your own uh, physical Bitcoins at MemoryDealers.com. Again, it's MemoryDealers.com.
0: All right. Our number here, 855 free As we continue here- uh, the big will, one's mine. Give it back. <laughs> we'll take <laughs> your calls. Uh, right. You're welcome to share your experiences with uh, Occupy Wall Street if you happen to be down there or wherever it is that you are. I was on the Occupy Keen group today and uh, on Facebook, and I saw a post from one of the guys who actually went down to Occupy Wall Street, and his post is as follows. The police presence here. Now, this guy's probably in his late 60s. The police mid to late 60s. The police presence here on Wall Street is giving me a sense of how the Jews felt in Berlin in 1939. Frightening. They are arbitrarily busting people who are not breaking the law. And it almost seems like, and there's actually a piece over at uh, Reason.com, Occupy Wall Street response suddenly causes middle class white people to see law enforcement in new light. And I kind of feel like that's the essence of that, that man's statement. It's like, well, it's been like this. Maybe you're just seeing it now for the first time. And that's valuable. I mean, if if nothing else comes out of Occupy Wall Street and Occupy Oakland and all this other stuff, if nothing else comes out of it besides the fact that people are seeing how the police behave and you guys over at coplock.org you've known this for a long time but a lot of people have been, you know they they've been in the dark or or they purposefully have kept their head under the sand right. or or they'll tell themselves oh it's just a few bad apples you know maybe they'll see one of those youtube videos where it shows the police behaving badly or beating somebody or whatever and they'll say oh well that's terrible but Our police wouldn't do that in our area. And now you're seeing across the country, in cities everywhere, where the police are behaving in the same way. They're attacking people. They're throwing people down. They're picking people up in tents, throwing them in the garbage dumpsters. They're pepper spraying innocent, peaceful people, grandmothers. I mean, if if there's nothing else that comes out of this besides people coming to the the conclusion that, oh, crap – this isn't officer-friendly like I was taught in high school or elementary school. I think that alone has been incredibly valuable.
2: Well, one thing it shows people is the sort of um, – the, the, the impossibility of what we were taught is the republic of the United States of America. We were taught you have the right to peaceably assemble. But how in the world can, can one how, – how in the world can a city's parks – Handle people peaceably assembling for weeks on end in tents and that kind of thing in their um, in their park. I mean, parks weren't designed for that, and people, you know, living in that manner is obviously you know there's an opportunity for uh, filth and 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 disease spreading and things like these are real concerns. There's no we, doubt about it.
1: But what we've seen though is the the uh, evidence of spontaneous order
2: and and and
1: people uh, associations emerge, people with particular skill sets or talents, and saying, hey, I know how I have uh, some. EMT background, or I know how to build some structures, or I, I can cook, or I can help carry some things. I mean, we see this happen at the, at the bigger Occupy movements. I mean, groups just form, they get, and they, uh, they take on specific tasks. Yeah, and these, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean so it 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 shows what uh voluntary society could do. It that's not directed from the top down. And when I heard that the New York uh, occupiers were going to uh move to Central Park, I was I was I thought that was a great idea. I mean, it's a lot more habitable to be in a massive park than on a on a concrete little wedge uh like in Lower Manhattan. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, and and to think about like if you want to grow a movement, if you want to have people on the ground, how many can you realistically fit in a in a, in a concrete park that's maybe 50 feet or 50 yards, you know, 100 yards by a few hundred yards. I mean, that's Zuccotti Park for you. This Central Park is like, I don't know, three quarters of a mile wide and it's huge. five miles yeah, it's north to south. So, I mean, it's, it's massive. So, But I think, I mean, what we're seeing, to go back to Ian's point about uh, other folks uh, becoming aware of the police state, I mean, this is... Unfortunately we don't lack content over at cop block and this sort of thing. There's and, never a shortage. And it's uh it, it's only becoming more and more so. I mean there's there's police departments now that are acquiring drones. There's police departments yeah, that's scary. that are acquiring helicopters, like they're third size helicopters that can be mounted with with uh with firearms essentially, and there's you know the asset forfeiture laws are being used more and more uh the drug war has you know has further victimized people uh of all sex i mean this is uh and but we shouldn't be surprised i mean mark to talk about the republic once you set up a, a system that that grants a certain group the right to do things wrong for others. This is what this is what happens.
2: Once right. you provide that seed, it grows to this. Once you give a, a group of people the the ability to decide whether or not a, a person has the right to speak or a right to peaceably assemble or a right to do, and that's essentially what the government is as an organization that gets to say, "Oh, well, you get these rights, but not those rights." Oh, yeah, we you've got that right. You have the right to 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 speak, but you're going to have to go way over there and do it because we don't want to hear you here um, yeah, in the free speech zone. It makes it very very difficult. Really. The, the best way to handle all of these issues is private property the problem yep. here just boils down to the tragedy of the commons yeah i totally agree and this we had the same issue here in Keene with the central square where the uh,
1: occupiers were and the city council put out a paper a few weeks ago and they right away in the forward uh rebuffed the uh idea that the, that this is about property rights and they but yet they uh go on to ascribe themselves further authority and more money to budget and more police powers and surveillance and crackdowns. And it it all comes back to property rights.
0: And it'd be great if we could get some more attention on some of the things that are happening here, but obviously the Occupy Wall Street deserves the attention they're getting. Uh, It's a huge movement. Whether or not they are cohesive, well, that doesn't matter. Uh, What we're seeing happening is incredibly valuable just from the perspective that this PR that the police are going to get out of this is in no way positive. Um, and they are hurting people, and we'll go down some of the list of uh, experiences that some of the folks at Occupy Wall Street have been having today. From their uh, their website, from OccupyWallStreet.org, dot org, and it's you know, they basically have been kind of tweeting all day some of the things that uh, that have been happening. And it started uh, bright and early this morning. Now they said that their march was estimated to be in the thousands. Michelle Evans said a moment ago, forty thousand people.
2: It's a heck of a claim, isn't it? Uh,
0: the mainstream media article by Reuters that was published this afternoon, updated this evening at six fifty one Eastern claims that uh, they, they were disappointed, uh, that the, the crowd disappointed organizers in its size. Uh, it grew to several thousand, started with hundreds. So the main the mainstream media saying it started out with hundreds of people. It's the Occupy Wall Street saying it was thousands of people right out the gate. And uh, so we'll come back with more here. 855-453, what has been happening today at Occupy Wall Street and around the country as well. Of course, you can also bring up whatever's on your mind at 855-453. This is Free Talk Live. We'll you
2: Free Talk Live, 855 four fifty-three. free That's the Sakel toll-free call-in line here on the Live Thursday edition. You can call in and talk about whatever you want to talk about. That's what we do here on Free Talk Live. It's 855-453. What's the last four digits? Free. Free. God, <laughs> yeah. I can't see it. My, my, my notes aren't here. <laughs> um, let me tell you about, a little bit about uh, Freedom's Phoenix. They are uncovering the secrets and exposing the lies. That's what the readers of freedomsphoenix dot com get every day. Readers of freedomsphoenix dot com are constantly provided the detailed, real news that lies between the lines of propaganda and the relationship that we have with coercive governments. Freedomsphoenix dot com offers up to the minute updates on the economy, technology, communications, and the rise of the police state. Go now to freedomsphoenix dot com and sign up for their free daily dispatch. It's freedoms phoenix.com we have uh, been partners with them for quite some time so we've been a yeah, great site yeah yeah
0: so uh, by the way I, I we've been having a few technical difficulties if you've been trying to tune in online on the ftl streams you are not having good luck right now so I some places
2: I, some places it's working some right. places it's the, not right the
0: lrn.fm streams are up and running so if you you can listen that way but of course if you're trying to listen on uh, ftl streams you can't hear us saying this so I don't even know why I'm saying it. But just so you know, we're working on it. Uh, 855-453 is the number here. We're talking about Occupy Wall Street, the Occupy movement in general. Why? Well, because it's incredibly relevant and important. Not because they know exactly what should happen or that there's any kind of cohesive message behind the Occupy movement. And I think that's okay. In fact, uh, I think it's very useful that there's not necessarily a cohesive message because it means people are open to new ideas. Uh, the people that are going to these things – Pete, I've seen you at some of the meetings here locally at, uh, at Occupy Keen. I've been to as many of them as I possibly can mm-hmm. go to and uh i think it's been overall worth my while i i think that uh the way i've been approaching things has been to not be some kind of uh, an iconoclast not not there to you know rain on somebody's parade or anything like that my uh intentions are to be there to listen you know to to hear what people are saying what are what is it that's bothering them what do they think the solutions are if any what are the problems that they've identified And also listen to how I can how I can assist. I'm willing to help these folks as long as their occupations don't involve things that I vehemently disagree with. Uh, So like walking in the street in front of cars, I disagree with that. I'm not going to help them with that particular event. Uh, but thus far, the uh, the things they've been doing, I haven't had a problem with, at least here in Keene. Now, it's different at every occupation. That much is true. And Absolutely And the reason for true. that
2: is because there isn't it's some... It's different inside every occupation. Sure,
0: sure. Uh, but the, you know, the reason for that is because the different areas have different people with differing belief systems, and oh, exactly. they're exactly. coming together.
1: Yeah, the individuals who comprise that group definitely make it what it is. And Ian, uh, thanks for the uh, involvement you've had here in Keene. I know you've done a lot on the IT end. Uh, which has been much appreciated, but uh, like like to echo what Michelle was saying earlier about just being on the ground and having conversations that 's one thing that struck me you know at the various occupy. Uh, events that I movements and uh, meetings that I've gone to it's just you know you look around and sometimes you're like wow virtually everyone here is willing to have a conversation with me and if you're someone who cares about ideas and wants to live in a better world and you want to you know you look around uh, most time and you think of Joe Sixpack watching TV and and uh, not too interested in, in anything uh, you go you go here and it's virtually everybody on the ground wants to have a conversation and they're so the and talk about a, a target rich environment if you want to go to yeah. the to street corner and try to talk to people as they walk by who are busy with life yep. who are going places versus going to a,
2: a place where people are chill and, and, and receptive I mean it's right. They're coming. It's right. definitely to, worth to going to if you stand there. out at a yep. street corner with a sign that says the government is evil and corrupt it might as well say the world is ending in five days right. I mean that's how the average person views somebody who is upset with the system enough to go out and do something about it however in these Occupy I mean the, in the, this Occupy movement you have a bunch of people who have you know taken time out of their lives whether they're busy or not and they have said that they're going to do something about it they're not exactly sure they don't seem to be exactly sure what the pro- what the the solutions are to problems but they know what the problems are right
0: at least the people around here uh, do not seem to be vagrants they do not seem to be you know
2: homeless losers or anything like but that if you were a vagrant or a homeless loser where where might you go
0: like I said, around here, that's not the case. But we're in Keene, New Hampshire. And in November. Yeah, and there's not an actual camping event happening now. However, they're talking about doing that. But let's get back to New York because that's where this all – well, actually, didn't really all start here. I heard that it started over in Europe. Was it Spain? Yeah, but yeah, I, but, yeah,
1: it I heard uh, it started in India and then Spain okay. uh, a couple months later had to meet some folks in Spain. What has but, to
2: ask, though? I mean, there's been unrest all around. Right. I mean, did it start in Tiananmen in Square? Exactly. Did it start in Tunisia? Did it start in Egypt? I mean, I don't know.
0: Well, so it's here now, and Occupy Wall Street is the epicenter, obviously, uh, here in, in the United States. And so let me give you some, some details here, just some excerpts from th- today, this morning. It started bright and early around 7.50, uh, where the march was estimated in th- thousands this information coming from occupy wall street occupy wall org, uh where people are, are apparently twittering or tweeting out uh, information people are chanting take the bull at uh, at eight forty two and three subways take the bull at six the wall street bull okay uh the 60 wall but street there's a wall street bear too isn't there i
1: don't know about that i don't
0: know i've oh, seen only the bull i've never bull. seen a bear have well, you the seen a bear the i, more I fl- have fl- not seen a bear all right but well, i've, tr- I've cr- climbed that. on
1: the bull a couple times
0: Two and three subways at 60 Wall reported closed at 8:29 uh, this morning. Uh, the confirmed arrests happening as early as 8:49. Uh, protesters taking police barricades and barricading police vehicles with the police barricades uh, this morning. Sitters at uh, Nassau being dragged away. Uh, police using batons on people. There are reports. I think there is a bear. Yeah. There are reports of police violence all throughout this. Uh, so all day long, the police have been uh, beating on. People that uh, you know uh, probably have not actually been harming anybody else, just beating people simply because they can. Uh, by 9:02, uh, New-, New York police seemed confused, overwhelmed, made 30 plus arrests. By that point, people being zip tied, a uh, woman arrested who is sitting in a wheelchair as well. Uh, New York police refusing to give badge numbers. This is something that yep. we saw uh, a day. I find
2: that very, very, very disturbing. Uh, I mean, I don't care where you're coming from on this issue. The thing, one thing you have to ask yourself is do you want public servants to work in an anonymous fashion i mean do you, if if a officer can uh, cover his badge and they do that not give their badge number not say what their name is why don't they wear balaclavas don't right. give them ideas mark uh,
0: you know, in some cases, they are pretty much wearing balaclavas because they're wearing dark helmets, right. so basically. covered up. Yeah, and a Demo like droplets. you started to
1: say, Demo saw this in Milwaukee at the Occupy event. there. Well, at but- a
0: Demo's event, which y'all posted over at Coplock they actually had covered with like black tape their right. name tags, and they were giving out special event ID numbers. So, like, I'm Officer Eight. Q yeah, or it was something like A-16. Like
1: that. It sounded like a battleship game or something. <laughs> right. but, but, but these so it was guys, a
0: temporary number they'd been assigned just right. for that and, and one day. And they claimed,
1: the, the very few people who spoke claimed that it was uh, done to for so they'd be more easily re- remembered and recognized. But, uh, you know, I, I just saw an article today where uh, some some higher-up government official in, in California essentially said, like, like that practice wasn't going to happen in their state and that people need to be known by who they are and stuff like that, But which is a good sign, but, you know... It's, uh, this again is just a symptom of of what we're talking about before is this unaccountability. And, and, you know, if you set up a system where you say it's okay for this group of people to steal money and to kidnap and cage and do things that would be wrong if you saw another group of people without this costume doing, then you set up a situation where why do they have to disclose their name or why do they Mm -hmm. have to, uh, give you certain, uh, acknowledge certain rights that you have and things like that. Well,
0: it's pretty clear that these aren't public servants, right? I mean, that's just the, that's the PR right. that they tell people while they uh, proceed to arrest peaceful people and beat peaceful people. And what, what kind of person, if you were hiring a servant for yourself, why would you hire people you don't even know who they are?
1: Right, right. <laughs> what? That you, that you can't fire. Yeah. I mean, it's not really hiring, but yeah, exactly. I, I did yeah. see a couple of stories today, and they talked about uh, maybe collaboration between the mayors and these fusion centers and Department of Homeland Security uh, becoming more involved in, in the Occupy movements and stuff. and To try to identify key people or something to, like that? You know to work in conjunction with them. You know the, with the fusion centers, uh, essentially. There's I think I guess there's 72 now in the states created since 911 to
2: share the purpose was to share information
1: from local to federal law enforcement.
2: Fusing, fuse, fusing, the uh, federal and uh, the Department of Homeland Security with local law enforcement. That's right, scary.
1: right, and yeah, Kat Blight, John Bush, some other folks did some good work on this with they Operation have, they diffuse.
2: Exhaustive
1: work.
0: Well, uh, let's get in here to Travis. He's got uh, he's on the line in Miami. Travis, you're on Free Talk Live <laughs> with Ian, Pete, and Mark.
1: How you guys doing? Travis. What's up? Uh, uh,
5: um, I was I was just calling in because uh, since this occupy thing has started, I've had more people come to me asking about CopBlock.org and everything. Since it's uh, like, it just it's brought a lot of things to the main like to the most people's attention. I really, really do appreciate it. I, so, I've seen more people getting interested in asking me about libertarianism. Well, hold
0: on. Are you just are you out there at the occupy events wearing copblock stuff, or like what's pres- what is precipitating people coming to you more now?
5: It's just, it, uh, I'm talking about people that I've, I've known for years that just were completely apathetic toward everything that's going on. I
0: this, see. This has
5: happened. It's, it's just brought it to their attention, and they know I've been interested in everything for years.
0: So I got it. So awesome. so they so they've had conversations with you in the past with like, oh, Travis, it's just a few bad apples. You come on, don't be silly. The police are great, and now they're seeing what's happening with the occupy, and they're coming back to you and they're saying, oh, maybe you were right. Tell me more about this. That's pretty cool.
5: Exactly. I mean, I'm talking like. Long-time friends, a like, hardcore status, basically, both on the left and right. That's great this news. Travis, good? if
0: you've got more to tell us, you're welcome to stick with us. Hour twos next, 855-453. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You may take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free the number for you, 855 That number brought to you by SACL, CAI, 1-855-450-3733. Here with you tonight, it's Ian. Pete. And Mark. Inviting you. To freetalklive.com. We have a mobile site. You can go and uh, log into our site. Actually, you don't log in. You just visit the site. And there's, it's right there. Quick access to the live streams and the podcast, m.freetalklive.com. If you go to our regular website, there is an option to log in, but you don't have to. Uh, but logging in does allow you to participate in voting on the site and allows you to submit different content to the site. You get to actually create The Free Talk Live website, you, the listener, uh, create the content
2: that appears there on the front page of the site. See what I mean by going to freetalklive.com. The Ruger's new LC9 is a slightly larger cousin to the very popular LCP. Its compact has numerous safety features, a three-dot sight system, and Ruger always has and always will mean rugged. The Ruger LC9, the next handgun you must own, made in America and made for you ruger.com
0: we continue here we've been talking about the occupy wall street situation we'll come back to that and give you more updates on what happened today it's been what seems to be an epic day in the occupy wall street movement let's go first though to aaron listening in kansas city aaron i'm told you're listening on xm is that correct
7: yeah the show hasn't started yet but i know what time it actually starts so i just called in early
0: Ah, okay Okay. very sharp sir go ahead with your thoughts
7: which means i had no idea what you were talking about got it um what I wanted to comment on was uh, uh, Governor Gary Johnson last night was on uh, Red Eye, the only Fox News show that I can actually tolerate watching.
2: Okay. I'm um, not familiar with it. Uh, it's, it's an
1: overnight show. It must be. It's like yeah, a round table like of a bunch of talking heads. Morning. Okay.
7: Um, But uh, Gary Johnson was on there, and uh, Rick Perry brought up recently a proposal where he th- stated that he thought Congress should have their pay cut in half and should spend half the year at home um, and uh Gary Johnson came out with that out against that, and stated that he thought Congress was underpaid, which what? that your freshman huh. house member gets hundred and eighty thousand dollars a year plus benefits um not to mention the pension have no idea what they get paid or he.
0: Yeah,
2: I'm just kind of disappointed with him, right? I'm befuddled by that. I mean, you know, that's it's not a very po- it's, not, it's not a very popular statement. Yeah, who
0: likes Congress, right? Nine percent approval rating. Right, or nobody something wants like to give
2: Congress. <laughs> Congress is underpaid, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I, Gary I
0: Johnson's, know. you know, botching it up as far as I'm concerned. He's not the principled guy that Ron Paul is, and I don't
2: think the Liberty Movement really should be behind him. I think he's got a lot of executive experience in this and he showed that uh, he can he knows how to veto a bill. That's what I want from my executive. So does Ron Paul, he votes no on everything. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, Ron Paul's like um, he's what seventy-five or something like that. I mean, people don't vote for old executives. Maybe, maybe they will. I mean, the fact is you're the one touting to
0: the poll results showing Ron Paul it's, coming it's in amazing, second place. It's
2: amazing. Uh, but I mean, you know, let's point out that uh, people don't vote for senators either. The last senator to have uh, been elected president was JFK, and people said it couldn't be done, and it was done. People also said that uh, New Hampshire was the place where, um, you know, that that picked the the next president, and that's been shown, I think, twice now to. In in the last decade, almost, but uh, maybe just a slightly over a decade, decade and a half, to not be true. So there's been a lot of sacred cows kicked out of the the door. Plus, Ron Paul. What is the only? He's in such great shape. He's the only member of the U.S. House uh, softball team to knock one out of the park. I mean, you know, if there is a seventy, 70- yes, it is a true <laughs> statement. If there is a seventy-five year old that can win the office and hold it all the way through, I support Ron Paul for that. I'm just, you know, I've got some, I've got some concerns about the candidate. Aaron, your thoughts.
7: Um, I didn't have any thoughts so much as I just wanted to hear what you all thought. I mean, I, I, I was rather disgusted when I heard him say that, so...
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd I mean, like to touch on the uh, the proposal by the other uh, individual about uh, cutting Congress in half or the uh, time they're in office in half and they're uh, pay in half. I mean, if, they, if he thinks that would be a good thing, then why not take it to its logical conclusion and just say, eliminate this whole institution? I mean, obviously, he wants to cut them in half because they're doing
2: bad, they're spending money bad. You know, they're misrepresenting folks. My question would be Is if cutting their um, – if they're necessary but they're doing too much and cutting the, their pay and their time in half would be a good thing. Why didn't he do that with the uh, Texas State House and the Texas Well, the,
7: the, the Texas uh, legislature only meets uh, like once every two years for 160 days.
2: That sounds better than what Congress does. But it sounds yeah. like a, about 100 days too long, as far as I'm concerned. Right. But we're still
1: talking about people trying to control other folks. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's wrong whether it's for one second or 365 days a year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But, of course, uh, you know, to answer your question, Pete, this is a politician. He's just saying this to right. get votes, which Definitely. is why he didn't do yes. anything in Texas. Right. Right. Thanks, Aaron, for the call, man. Appreciate hearing from you at 855 free That's the SACL-CAI
2: toll-free line. Yeah, I, somebody will probably email me that Gary Johnson clip. I'm very interested in what he had to say. Um, in that that instance, um, you know, I I I'm very interested in that statement.
0: Back to Occupy Wall Street and what happened today, where protesters were expected after being evicted, uh, raided out of uh, Zuccotti Park a couple of days ago. They converged in the actual district of Wall Street uh, today, and they attempted to block it off, uh, prevent people from going to work, for instance. And we're kind of just running through some of the uh, the tweets that they made over at OccupyWallStreet.org earlier today, uh, just to kind of give you a, a, a scene from what was going on from their perspective. Then we'll share with you the mainstream media's perspective on how things went today, and you can compare and figure out where the truth might actually lie. Uh, according to the story here, as of 9 in the morning, they had already had 30-plus people arrested. Uh, they arrested a woman in a, in a wheelchair. Traders were blocked at 9.09 from entering the stock exchange. They successfully – they. Claim delayed the opening bell. Uh, retired police captain uh, has been arrested as a protester, I guess. Uh, let's see here. More police brutality throughout the day. New York police violence forcing marchers to the sidewalk. Uh, defying police bullhorn orders. Protesters drop banner reading Revolution. Widespread reports of police violence by about 10 a.m., 50-plus arrested. was the Ron Paul Revolution banner. You know, the love banner? Not sure. It's what it was not made clear. Yeah, sure. Uh there by the way every time I checked in on this uh this page over at occupywallstreet.org they have a ustream channel somebody's streaming to to ustream there're over 5000 people watching at any given um, any given moment amazing. in time that's amazing uh, today which yeah for, for people just sitting watching on the internet that's a that's yeah. a pretty big statistic that's amazing that their website can handle it well ustream is you know they've got a pretty ustream pretty big yeah. pipe there it's Sure. They're doing pretty serious business. Uh, so there's just, you know, it just goes on here. I mean, thousands occupying Liberty Square in New York at 1044. Police profiling protesters, checking IDs to access Broadway checkpoints around Wall Street. Video stream shows police selectively allowing some people to pass without ID based on appearance. So actually, there were some people in the crowd this morning that had dressed up in suits to, uh, you know, to fake people out, basically. So that was a smart move. And uh, while blocking other people who look like protesters from passing, even if they had identification – uh, you've got a massive march uh, on Broadway that happened uh, early this morning. Protesters tearing down New York police barricades just after 11 a.m. at the south side of Liberty Square. Uh, the police were outnumbered at that point. Someone sign read, arrest one of us and two more will appear. You cannot arrest an idea. Kind of a, a bit of a, a toss back to V for Vendetta there. In uh, in some way, thousands marching on Wall Street. You know, Wall when people Street. feel
2: that their government is, is is unfair, and that's what that sounds like. You know, arresting uh, people that look like protesters, uh, detaining people that look like protesters, mm-hmm. and letting people in suits go past. You can see. I mean, the uh, the t- police are absolutely feeding into the "we are the ninety nine percent" meme in doing that. And when people feel that their government is unfair, you're ripe for a revolution.
0: Another video stream here at 11:55 this morning broke 20,000 concurrent views. Nearly a hundred and seventy thousand total views just from that morning. At that was at around noon. It's awesome, uh, and it, it's been building all day too. As uh, as this you know continued on, and the news you know got out that this was actually happening. Because I'm sure that there was a you know some level of question as to you know how successful this was going to be in the
1: very beginning, and then people saw that it was a success That's and great. likely came down. I mean this this sort. I mean that just think about that twenty thousand people at a time. I mean it's this technology proliferation is uh, just uh, coinciding with. The uh, disgust at the the current state status quo and well, I
2: maybe mean, it made it all possible. Yeah, I don't even know that it's, it's coinciding. It may very well be the thing. Yeah, I it, say. It, may, it may be the thing that to some not creating it, but uh, allows it to uh, you know generate. I right. mean, it's the, because the the dissatisfaction of the government, the top down hierarchical government model, has existed forever. Yep. But now it can germinate in the soil of communication.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, without the internet, this never would have been anything. Yeah. It would have been just an occasional report
1: on the news. So like, much There's more these difficult. crazy protesters downtown. More yes. so much more-
0: if
4: you want to move to the free state And you're looking for some real estate Well, I know a guy who's really great It's the Porcupine Realtor Do you want a home with 20 acres? A lakeside cabin? Any takers for renters, buyers, and sellers too? Mark Warden is the guy for you PorcupineRealtor.com
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything that you want. Just dial in toll-free, 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, Once again, freetalklive.com features including the webcam. You can watch, you can listen to the cam over at cam.freetalklive.com and interact as well. The chat room's built into the same page, so you can go and do all those
2: things for free, freetalklive.com. So Free Talk Live is stuffing your stocking this holiday season. Uh, from now until when I leave for vacation sometime in mid-December, we're uh, going to be giving things away on the Facebook page. Uh, Copies of uh, guns and weed uh, ruger bx twenty five magazines liberty five packs of Liberty stickers vaporsmith's vaporizer Totus X, all kinds of uh, cool little prizes that well you, you can have and you can have them just by participating in this uh, you know this promotion go to facebook dot freetalklive dot com like free talk live and uh, keep an eye on our page because you know between once and twice a day i've been giving away stuff there and you know little little games you you guess the game you know, you guess the number that kind of thing mm-hmm. and you know, sending out prizes so it's facebook.freetalklive.com that's what you got to do go like us there
0: it's great i think it's a great idea mark and i think a lot of our listeners are very excited about it
2: yeah well i just need to come up with that brand new car and then people will really rush in there right I think you'd probably want to do it a little differently rather than
0: just give away a brand new car in one shot. Yeah, I'm not going to. 855-453 is the number here. Just little thank yous. But yeah, these are, Oprah. Well, these are great little thank yous. I mean, uh, vaporizers, man, yeah. those, that's, a great, that's a great prize. Uh, Liberty stickers, it's all good stuff. Uh, so, 855-453. Talking about Occupy Wall Street and what happened today as we are going down. And we're going to do some comparison between what the occupiers are saying and what the mainstream media... Was saying about what happened and is still happening today. By the way, we heard from uh, Michelle Seven an hour ago, and she was still in the the thick of things down there on the other side of the uh, the Brooklyn Bridge. They they crossed the Brooklyn Bridge. The police have been beating on protesters all day long, making multiple arrests. We're going over at OccupyWallStreet.org, OccupyWall S Wall S-t.org, rather, uh, and they've got some tweets they've been uh, putting out all day long here, and just kind of giving you a rundown of some of them as we're just going through the day. And by about one o'clock they'd already had over two hundred arrests and uh, again, who knows you know what level of violence was being used in all those arrests, but it certainly doesn't sound. Uh, like it was very comfortable for a lot of these folks. According to the stories here, uh, 126 this afternoon reports that riot police are mobilizing just outside of Liberty Square, where thousands of uh, protesters were there. Uh, ten, Ten or so minutes later, helmeted police began raiding Liberty Square with batons drawn. They have closed off the entrances and are not letting people in or out. A few minutes later, police using metal barricades to seal off Liberty Square. Peaceful protesters are being told they're not allowed to leave and Widespread reports of violence from the inside. Paddy wagons approach a few minutes later. More and more police surrounding the square. No way in or out. Imminent mass arrests expected. For no apparent reason, police have invaded Liberty Square and have indiscriminately began shoving people and reportedly hitting people with batons. At least one medic reports protester bleeding from the head inside the square. New York police preventing medics from
2: assisting the protesters. Now, a lot of these cases, these medics are private individuals who've gone to sort of be a part of this that have some level of medical training or at the very least are care.
0: Multiple victims reported after another 10 or so minutes. Witnesses confirm man tackled from behind by the New York police. That's bloodied, be rough. Stripped of clothing. Uh, A few minutes later, Liberty Square reopened. Occupiers return inside to see blood on the ground. Heavy police presence continues. Occupiers undaunted. Surrounded by media, they, inside Liberty Square, chant, the whole world is watching. Videographer reports assault by undercover cop. Uh, March gathering to join students strike. Thousands marching down both sides of Broadway's toward Union Square. Others taking subways through... The five boroughs. In fact, that was one of the things they were talking about this afternoon. Was a mass subway occupation where they were they had targeted sixteen different subway stations that people were to go to and and occupy for some period of time. What's mm. the point of that? Uh, I guess to you know be seen by people. The thing that uh, that Bloomberg the the mayor of New York City had claimed the other day, we read this quote on the air, was that he said if you were a block away from Zuccotti Park, you had no idea this protest was happening. Like by all evidence, you wouldn't be able to see anything in the street. It was just all there in Zuccotti Park. So I would say the point would be to become visible. I mean, if you're at 16 different subway stations, you're going to have a whole lot more passers by than you will if you're just all standing in the same park together. So that's what I would think would be going on there. Uh, more news here as uh, the the afternoon turned into late afternoon. Uh, according to the stories, uh, there again tweets over at Occupy Wall Street, marches uh, all over the place, music and chants emanating from Foley Square. They shut down Fifth Avenue. I presume that there's a there's a picture here on their website of them basically standing across one of the streets. Not sure which street it was, but just standing arm in arm, locked arms across uh, the street. So maybe that's what they mean when they say it was uh, shut down. Uh, more police sirens, uh, more police activity. 20,000 people marching toward Brooklyn Bridge at six fifteen this evening. This is what what uh, Michelle was talking about. She said it was forty thousand people. Uh, I would that,
2: imagine it's difficult to tell the difference between twenty and forty thousand. Forty
0: thousand. Uh, City Hall has been locked down. New York police intimidating the press this evening, and that you know that pretty much takes us up to where we're at, where uh, thousands have massed at Foley Square. Thousands more. In uh, route, and we'll certainly bring you more information as we get it. But let's change gears and go to Reuters, the mainstream media headline: Authorities foil New York protest bid to shut Wall Street. So, as far as the mainstream media is concerned, pshaw, nothing happened in New York City today. These little protesters, they came out, but we could, they got in their way, and we shut them down. There was no problems. Hmm. According to the story, New York police prevented protesters from shutting down Wall Street on Thursday, arresting at least 177 people in repeated clashes with an Occupy Wall Street rally that grew to several thousand strong. Occupy Wall Street protesters took to the streets... In rainy New York and elsewhere in the U.S. for a day of action seen as a test of the momentum of the two-month-old grassroots movement against economic inequality. Demonstrators targeted bridges they considered in disrepair in cities such as Miami, Detroit, and Boston to highlight what they said was a need for government spending on infrastructure projects to create jobs.
1: Pete, you're shaking your head. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, to say that uh, we, need, we need one group of people to steal money from others to then provide these Uh, goods or services, if people want to travel, there's a demand there, and they will make it happen uh, through consensual interactions, and it will be done much more efficiently, and they'll be held to task, and you won't have to get together, spend your time down outside, and, and
2: have a A mass protest. I mean, if someone fails to do it, they'll be fired. The protest itself shows the inefficiency in the marketplace, the inefficiency in the delivery of, say, crossing things like uh, other roads or rivers or whatever. It shows that in order to get what you want from this organization that has a monopoly on bridges, essentially. uh, you know what you've got to do is you've got to get together thousands of people to take off of their day and stand arm in arm across the bridge or whatever i well, mean
1: and complain if that right. if that's the well it's it, not just bridges it's, it's a monopoly on the gun and and some of the folks down there at occupy just like a lot of folks elsewhere not at occupy want to control that gun and they want to get an, enough people to agree with them so that they can point the gun at others and force their views on them sure and, do their program is paid for. It
0: makes sense if a bridge is run down that people would be upset about it, but unfortunately people don't understand economics, right. and they're coming from a point of ignorance. More coming up Free Talk Live.
4: This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Stouffer's, helping bring your family together with wholesome dinner options, even on the busiest of nights. Find dinner table ideas to bring your family together at letsfixdinner.com. To get kids involved in dinnertime conversation, ask specific questions, not broad ones. Instead of what happened today at school, try what was the best thing that happened today? The more specific you are, the more they'll have to say. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash Today.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. The toll-free number for you is 1-855-453, 855-450-3733. Here in the studio tonight, it's Ian, Pete, and Mark. Pete is here, courtesy of copblock.org. Hit on over there and get yourself aware of how to handle yourself in a police encounter uh, and, you know, watch some excellent videos of other people handling themselves in some cases very well uh, in police encounters and uh, help
2: keep the police accountable. CopBlock.org. If you um you know if you have a family you know that it's very important to have a power backup system. And there's a lot of problems with the power backup systems on the market today, you know, if it comes to propane you have to have this big giant tank outside of your house. Uh if it comes to gasoline it can uh, sort of putrefy. You have to keep it uh you know rotated and that kind of thing. But there's another generator out there that you could try. It's the solar power generating system from Sound Wisdom. The SG1 can give you the basics in an emergency, or be expanded to handle your whole house. You, the, you know, this system starts out as you know taking your refrigerator, your freezer, your well pump, or and you know just a few items off the grid completely. So not only is it it costs about the same as a generating system for your whole house, but it takes these things off the line all the time. And it's paying itself back because they're not no longer using power. Go check it out. It's freetalklivesolar.com. Again, it's freetalklivesolar.com.
0: Toll-free number here again, 855-450-FREE. You can bring up whatever you want. We're continuing coverage of Occupy Wall Street, comparing and contrasting The reports from the occupiers, which we went through a number of their tweets from throughout the day, which included a woman in a wheelchair being arrested, multiple arrests, about over 200 by 1 o'clock in the afternoon today, presumably more since then, Uh, particularly violent behavior on the part of the police. People, uh, police coming into crowds, waving batons, hitting people, uh, attacking a man from behind, knocking him down. Uh, Other reports as well. And then according to the mainstream media... The protest was foiled. New York police prevented protesters from shutting down Wall Street on Thursday, arresting at least 177 people. Occupy Wall Street protesters took to the streets in New York and elsewhere in the U.S. They were protesting. They wanted job. They want the government to create jobs. Some of them, uh, who are doing these protests, want the government to uh, fix some bridges so they can hire people, as though that's a uh, you know a real value to the economy. Obviously, bridges do need to get fixed. But because we have this government monopoly system, you have all kinds of inefficiencies and problems, uh, and it's, it's just unfortunate to see people coming to the government to think that the government's going to somehow solve the problems that the government created. That's, that's one of the major disconnects with uh, some of the people at uh, the Occupy movements, and that's where having liberty-minded people around to put other suggestions into the pot can be very valuable. In, and so they were having these protests across the uh, the country today. Uh, in the biggest one, though, of course, uh, was Wall Street. And they say here that a crowd disappointed organizers throughout the day, grew to several thousand after the standard workday ended and labor union activists joined a march across the Brooklyn Bridge, where last month more than 700 people were arrested during a similar march. Terry Nilekasa, 38 United Auto Workers member from New York, said, if you look at the crowds today, they're getting larger and more diverse. It's wonderful when you see the unions get involved. It truly shows this movement represents people from all walks of life she said. Many protesters complained of police brutality, pointing to one media image of a man whose face was bloodied during his arrest, and another of a woman who was dragged across the sidewalk by an officer. Police reported seven officers were injured, including one whose hand was cut by a flying piece of glass, and five who were hit in the face by a liquid believed to be vinegar. That's... I guess an injury, uh, according to them. Police barricaded the narrow streets around Wall Street, home to the New York Stock Exchange. They do
2: seem to take uh, police injuries far more seriously than they take uh, protester injuries. Uh, You know, that these, um, that the protesters can be bloodied and we, we don't know how entirely i mean it's, it's interesting you know i think every one of these instances needs to be taken individually but but nobody you, counted the protester injuries today they right, counted the police injuries right not and, and among them they counted a couple of cops that got vinegar in their face right right as an injury as
1: justification for thousands more men and women with riot gear coming in and
2: being aggressive and they could, and right they text. need those those uh, little clear plastic things across their faces they could get vinegar in them
0: Police barricaded narrow streets around Wall Street, used batons to push protesters onto the sidewalk as they marched to the area to prevent, to an attempt to prevent financial workers from getting to their desks. Workers were allowed past barricades with identification, and the New York Stock Exchange opened on time. So the protesters claimed that they had delayed the opening bell. Reuters claiming that the stock exchange opened on time. Maybe that's maybe it's different. Maybe maybe it's true on both counts. Maybe it opened on time, but the opening bell was delayed.
1: Right, or
2: some involved weren't there. The bell uh, marks the opening.
0: Does it? Okay. I I don't know. Well, they have to open the door, right? Then they have the bell? I would presume they open the door, people go in,
2: they get ready, and then they have the bell, right? I don't know. I mean, when it comes to the mainstream media, I never know what to believe. I (laughs) I mean, this is all symbolic. And and actually, I mean, I was thinking about it. Like, we're
1: talking about Occupy, and we're focused pretty much exclusively on the interactions with folks with badges. And the purpose of Occupy is not just to have confrontations with people with badges, it's to ideally have a discussion and share ideas and, and move forward in a better way. And, you know, this is it's completely uh, off the radar because of the aggressive nature of people with badges. And well, that's so it's unfortunately that we have to dwell on this. This was with
0: badges, but this was a confrontation day. I mean, today was the day that in Wall Street, they were intending to shut down Wall Street. And that's that's saying there is going to be a conflict because when you make a statement like that, you know the police are going to respond, and so that's that's where all the news is today today probably wasn't much of a day for discussion as it as it was a day for you know shouting and chanting and
1: right and right solidarity well, I guess maybe to tie it back to the bridge conversation then i mean the the fact that uh certain folks with badges felt the need to use aggressive force against other folks for being on a street that they didn't want them on. I mean, this could go, again, back to property rights. And if the people who own Wall Street, whatever, they own the street out front, they hire their own security, those folks are accountable then, and they're not just some badgeless, nameless uh, individuals uh, part of the NYPD, which has 35,000 employees right now. Is that right? 35,000. It's insane.
0: Let's go to uh, Bill listening in Massachusetts. Bill, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Pete, and Mark. Hi,
8: Ian, Pete, and Mark. How Hi, are Bill. you guys
0: doing? Super. What's on your mind, up, tonight?
8: Bill? Hey, um, I just wanted to uh, appreciate the Occupy Wall Street folks for what for all they're doing, even though a lot of them don't really know the whole story of why they're there. But I'd like to appreciate their bodies down there, and um you know, waking people up.
0: Well, I think they know why they're there. It's just that maybe they don't know where this is all going to go or where it all should go or what the best route for it But to there go may
1: be some it. folks at Occupy listening, and it's good for them to hear that they're appreciated. Yeah, absolutely.
8: Yes, I totally appreciate what they're doing because I've felt, you know, I've been occupying everywhere in my whole life for like a decade now, and it's just, just until recently people are, are starting to come to me and saying, hey, you know what? You know, you're right about a lot of this, these things. Mm -hmm. And so that's really great.
0: That's funny because we had a call earlier. I don't know if you heard it, but a guy, uh, Travis called from Miami saying he's had the same experience. A number of friends of his that he's been trying to talk to about freedom and the police state for a long time. And they've kind of blown him off, have now come back to him and said, wow, tell us more.
1: It just goes to show you never know what conversation, what seed you plant is going to bear fruit. You know, it could be the the next day. It could be five years down the line. But so I appreciate all you've done, too, Bill.
8: Yes, and I appreciate all that you've done, too, Pete, uh, Andy, and all you guys. Um, Yay,
2: group hug! <laughs> Over the air. You That's know, what it was sounding like. <laughs> you
8: know, these guys with guns and badges think they're really tough, but, you know, the, the, it's tough to have no gun and no badge.
0: Mm. And,
8: and everyone against you in the system, you know, for just trying to be free, that takes courage to stand up to that.
0: Absolutely right. Definitely. You know, and we need more of those people who are willing to stand up. I mean, it's, i think the Occupy movement shows that if you get numbers on your side, you really can do some some interesting things. And that's where the New Hampshire Free State Project really comes into play, bringing people who are willing to make that stand together to empower each other. Really makes a big difference. Yeah,
1: and we saw this with uh, uh, Jay Noon, who we all went down to his property down in Palmer, Mass, mm-hmm. a few months ago. Now, but and where I, Bill is, I know now. y'all talked about it. Yeah, and, and Bill. Uh, he's in Massachusetts as well, in Massachusetts, Massachusetts, whatever is more apt description. But he has similarly faced down a uh, a threat uh, a, a week or two ago, where uh, some some state agents came to his house trying to seize it.
0: Bill, if you want to stick on the line here, we'll bring you back here in a moment. Eight five five four fifty free. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. take control of the airwaves all you have to do is dial in toll-free the number brought to you by SACL cai it's 855-450-free 450 3733 we call this program free talk live because you're free to call in talk about whatever you want and we do it live seven nights
2: per week sacral cai's big sponsor free talk live they have been for a very long time they have a full orbed approach to account recovery they do Accounts receivable for businesses, whether they're hospitals, doctors' offices, banks, utilities, whatever your business is, they can handle your accounts receivable needs. And if you need to find out more, go to their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page at freetalklive.com. It's Sakel CAI.
0: Now, one way you can help out Free Talk Live is by becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier. It makes a huge difference uh, for us when you contribute $3 per month to the program. You know we give you everything on the website for free, so you can go and download archives and interact with our other listeners and chat and post on the forum and, you know, put stuff on the site and do whatever on our site for free. It's just, you know, we ask you for three bucks a month and if you can do it, then that's great. And you can do it with any major credit card, PayPal, some alternative options as well. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. Get signed up. That's amp.freetalklive.com. You'll get perks like access to the amp only call in lines, the amp only forum podcast, and more get the details and get on board and help us get on more great radio stations around the country and open up, New minds to the ideas of freedom. Definitely. Yep. Amp.freetalklive.com will get you there. Let's go back to Bill. He's listening in Massachusetts. Uh, Bill, you're back on Free Talk Live. You uh, you sent out some props to the the people at the Occupy movements across the country for standing up for what they believe in, whether or not we agree 100% with them. And I don't think they even agree 100% with each other because it's a huge movement and very diverse. Uh, you're throwing out props to them. Then you were telling us a little bit about your personal story having to do, and Pete brought it up, actually, because uh, we've met you, you. You're in the kind of in the area, and you came out to support Pete and Ademo when they were on trial in Greenfield, Massachusetts, uh, as they were being charged with uh, felony wiretapping charges for recording the police down there. But you had your own courtroom-slash-police uh, situation to deal with regarding your home?
8: Yes, Um I was, uh, you know, I was involved in a predatory mortgage loan uh, by a broker and, um, you know, huge rates, impossible uh, scene. And so I ended up under foreclosure in Massachusetts, non-judicial. So uh, somewhere in, you know, your 100-page contract, you initial a box that says that you waive power of attorney. So in mass, you know, you just get a notice on your door and the sheriff's show up. And, uh, but they do have, you do have one day in court, and that's during the eviction hearing. And, uh, I had mine in 2008. And I've been able to hang on since then, uh, since 2008.
0: Now tell me more about uh, this predatory situation. What, what does that mean?
8: Well, what it means is, uh, my personal situation was through divorce. You know, I, I needed to buy my house myself, uh, as a, you know, divorced man Risk just, you know, losing my son's childhood home. So, But they did come in, you know, uh, high interest rates and or variable. You know, I had to choose a variable that really jumped up real high in a couple of years or a fixed one, which was semi-high. So, and if all the recovery that was all in the media, you know, was all for real um, and we weren't being de-industrialized and uh, everything, you know, shut down in North America... You know everything would have worked out great, but it really didn't um Just one small bump in the road you know led to financial troubles. but you know, I started studying the law and you know how I could keep my foot in the door in the Massachusetts courts, and the whole robo signing uh mortgage fraud scandal broke open after the bailout scene where I don't know six or seven hundred billion, which was really twenty three trillion when it was all leveraged.
0: So tell me what the robo-signing thing is. What's that? Well, I won my house
8: outright in 2008 because uh, IndyMac uh, started foreclosure, and I demanded the discovery request of them bringing the the documents that proved they owned it, and they couldn't bring in any documents at all, even after four different hearings.
2: They probably don't have them, and this is really the the strange thing about this, is these houses get bought and sold and packaged and, uh, you know, around with so much that nobody knows who owns what anymore. And it's a wow. very interesting sort of uh, aspect to how these banks um, you know, have done their things. And the thing I'd like to point so out... So they're just
0: bluffing, basically, to some oh yeah, people?
2: Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, the thing I'd like to point out about this um, is the banks got a whole bunch of money from the government and from the Federal Reserve in order to pay the, pay off the toxic assets. By toxic assets, they mean houses they shouldn't have given loans on in the first place. Place. And what that means is they're paid back for stuff, you know, for for loans that uh, they're still collecting on in a lot of cases. Maybe yours is that is, mm-hmm. is among them. So they get paid for the house twice. And wow. to me, that's I find that's what I find despicable is the rich people get the bailout and the poor people have to continue paying for the house. Right. And then people say, "Well, you should have taken out a loan on a house you didn't deserve, and I don't or didn't need." And I don't disagree with that statement, but. In the pro- if we're going to let the marketplace work, and I'm for that, then we should let it work on the banks and the people who took out the loans, not just one part, one of the parties.
8: Well, well the, you know that all sounds great, but they they conducted illegal behavior, um, you know, to get all of the mortgages out. There's a certain recording process that began in in. In Massachusetts and North America in 1641, where there was a local registry for property to change hands. So if your neighbor was violating your rights, you knew who to contact. So secret owners are just illegal. And uh, so that's what they did. And they, they sold each mortgage, you know, eight to ten times into different funds. So they really... On, uh, so you um, went
0: to court and you asked them to show they owned the place. So they couldn't come up with the paperwork.
8: So they awarded it to me in 2008. I recorded that I owned it outright, free and clear. Uh, but then Deutsche Bank um, bought the thing out for pennies on the dollar, along with um, a deal, an insurance deal. So, you know, they got the money up front because it was an insured property. But then they also got, to, so they got paid in full. But plus, they got to sell it again.
0: How did they, so they buy got, it if you owned it?
8: They just recorded. Um, that's when the robo signing since they didn't have any paperwork cuz they didn't really want a paper trail they started loan processing services and other paperwork processing services and literally just hired people off the street to sign signatures and the make yeah. documents and it's all forged so you'll have so online. so you're saying
0: these people somehow just stole the house right under you it had already been awarded to you in 2008 and then Deutsche Bank came in and
1: somehow took it from you
8: Later, just document, just put in a foreclosure deed, and just kept on rolling.
1: Right, and this—I should say—this isn't this i should say this is not this is not just affect you, Bill. This is like uh, there's been some local press on it, and some national press, and it's affected like thousands of people with this robo signature stuff. Correct?
0: So, so then it can Yeah,
1: go ahead. Sorry,
8: I've been on the local TV station about this. They've checked out all the documents and everything. Um, I have a couple of known robo signers on mine that are, you know, the VP of Indymac, but also the attorney, at, um, in fact, for. Uh, or MERS, and then, you know, the assistant, whatever, for one West Bank. So, Bill, so, we gotta,
0: we've gotta got to pick up this pace and wrap it up here pretty quick. Uh, let, let me was, see if we can fast borrow. forward to today where you had an eviction notice come in. What happened?
8: Um, the AAA constable out of Lowell came with moving trucks to move my stuff out. So um, they had rubber-stamped documents. I got them to stand down. I called the police department, um, uh, got them involved. They sent them away. I have put in a motion. I have a hearing tomorrow at 9 a.m. So um, in August, the Supreme Court of Massachusetts ruled that uh, the housing court does have authority to um, rule on title issues because they've just been taking the bank's cases prima facie that, that they have a foreclosure deed that's good, uh, but they do have to rule on it. But so tomorrow, um, I have all the evidence in. I have since day one on this. So...
1: Right, and they haven't—they haven't let you bring cameras into the courtroom either. Is that correct?
8: No, I've been denied twice. I mean, That's they, disturbing. What
1: about just saying I'm not going in unless there's a camera? I mean, this should be a clear, transparent process.
8: Well, why don't you come down on the 22nd with all your moving gear and your trucks, and you can help me
0: move out if you want me to do that. <laughs> yeah, you know,
2: well, they do hold—they do hold all the cards in this. If you don't go to the hearing, they—they uh, they do what they want. So basically, mm-hmm. you're occupying your own home at this point.
8: Yes, um yes, but I I have the legal deed. Uh, the deed is the deed is only to me. They only have a lien on deed. So
0: you know So are you planning on staying if if they rule against you? What's your plan?
8: Uh, um well, I I told the sheriff's department that they're going to have to point guns at me and at that point, it's an armed robbery and I'll step aside. You know, my story ends. I live happily ever after. So, you know, I'm not about that. this is just a
0: piece of land. Um sure. No no there's no there's no use dying over a piece of land. There's no doubt about right. that. And uh, and Bill, thanks. Thanks for the call, man. I wish you the best of luck. Hope to uh to see you again up here in New Hampshire when you get a chance to come visit us. And yep. thanks. Thanks, dude. Might be a good time to move out of there too when you get kicked out of your yeah, home. Yeah.
2: Could be <laughs> And actually excuse. Bill likes mass. By the mm. way, you
0: yeah, he does like it down there. But uh you mentioned Jay Noon, the guy that uh, was was in his uh, you know, essentially told to leave his his own home that he had owned and hadn't paid property tax on. He's still there. Yep. It's been several months now. Yep. So that's great news. 855-450-FREE. Never once paid the a dime of property tax. Hour 3 is coming up next.
9: My name is Jacob Hornberger. I'm president of the Future of Freedom Foundation, which Congressman Ron Paul awarded for having an outstanding freedom website. Write us at FFF at org, and we'll send you a free three-month subscription to our monthly journal of libertarian essays and our booklet, Economic Liberty in the Constitution, which George Mason University economics professor Walter Williams praised in a recent column. That's FFF at org.
0: This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into this uh, third hour, actually, of the program. You can bring up whatever you want. Joining you here tonight, it's Ian. Pete. And Mark. Pete Ayer is joining us, courtesy of copblock.org. Pete, always good to have you on the show. Great input tonight. Appreciate it. Appreciate you being here. We're going to continue with you and your phone calls. Also, on the way here, I know, Mark, you had some TSA-related news that you wanted to share with us. Perhaps we'll get to that, but your calls come first, so let's go to William He's listening in Texas. William, you're on Free Talk Live.
10: I had to wait a whole segment for you guys.
0: Oh
10: no! I kid, I kid. Yeah,
0: go ahead with your thoughts.
10: <laughs> okay, um, today I was driving to work, and anyway, I thought I'd, I thought I was i probably not unique—but I came up with a nickname for the cops or, or whatever the police.
4: Mm-hmm.
10: And I I, I call them the uh, Victimless Crime Unit. <laughs> The reason why I say that, and here in Dallas, we got a HOV lane, and they pretty much shut it down every day to ticket people who are not... HOV is supposed to be two or more people. Right, right. The carpool
2: lane. Yep. What's it stand for, yeah. HOV? High, high occupancy, occupancy Vehicle. vehicle. Yep. Two people in a vehicle. That's, <laughs> That's high, high occupancy. occupancy. <laughs> right. Yeah, you it's, know when
1: they first passed those, they were pulling people over at like mannequins and dummies? Oh, yeah. they
2: still do that. There. Yeah. yeah it's, it's good stuff.
10: Yeah, um... It, it, too bad this is not humorous, but basically I thought it was to promote traffic flow and reduce pollution and and things and encourage uh, carpooling. Uh, but clearly when they shut down the highway, I don't know how that helps pollution, and it certainly doesn't help traffic. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah, so they're busy. So. They're busy messing with the folks in the process, creating a bigger uh, danger than <laughs> they are um, already are. And you know, I kind of wonder about this in a, in a lot of cases of tickets. I brought this up in a trial that I had for a speeding ticket, which was, you know, what kind of danger was I creating for the community? And the police officer said, "Speeding is dangerous." And I said, "Well, isn't it dangerous to pull me over on the side of the road with flashing lights and walk alongside?" He said, "No." Mm. And I said, "Well, how many aren't police officers killed every year on the side of roads?" Yes. Yes. Isn't that isn't a the body. of bleeding body of a police officer in the middle of the road dangerous and he wouldn't answer that you know i mean it's
0: i plan on asking i got a speeding ticket here recently for the first time in new hampshire and i plan on asking similar similar questions specifically i'd like to ask the officer how fast did you have to go to catch up to me because I was doing, like, 70-something in a 50-something zone or whatever. Yeah. That's the allegation. And, uh, you know, she had to speed in order to catch up to me. And she's saying I was speeding. So she's probably doing at least 90 or 100 to, uh, to catch up to me. Is that well, dangerous, so, too? So which is no, the No, I'm the danger? professional. That's what my guess is going to be as far <laughs> as what they What's the they'll bigger
2: say? danger, you know, uh, you know speeding, to, speeding much faster to catch somebody than pulling them over with a vehicle with flashing lights on top? Or, mm-hmm. you know, somebody going 10 miles an hour over whatever the posted limit was that was put up by somebody? some government bureaucrat, that, you know, likely there was no civil engineering study. Um, you know, I, you, it, one wonders who put that sign up That's there just it. That's just and what it. qualifies them to put the sign up. Yeah, you're nailing it, Mark. I mean, again, it comes back to property rights. And if, let's
1: say, uh, it was Mark Edge's road company, uh, you would probably advertise like, hey, we have the lowest number of fatalities per mile traveled. Or you could set different guidelines or you could you would engineer your roads to be safer than the government ones are because right now there is no competition.
2: Yeah, I don't know if I actually, uh, you know, laid that all down to that that cop in the one one instance, but But I I, certainly have asked ones in the past about these things.
0: William, your thoughts? Did did y'all hear about the one
10: uh, the 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 Florida Highway Patrol or whatever that wrote the ticket to somebody for flashing their lights at oncoming traffic, letting them know there was a police officer there? Really? His comment? Yeah, his comment. This is kind of an old story. I think it was on Free Talk Live, but his story was that maybe my wife sent it to me, but. The story of the cops or the, the people involved in that said, well, flashing lights could be dangerous. And I said, well, they should ban uh, flashing lights. Because if you flashing your high beams at somebody is a danger, uh, those strobe lights that are red and blue are way dangerous. Yo, well,
0: let me tell you, it's incredibly dangerous if I'm... If I'm on the road and I've got some cop coming up behind me at a high rate of speed, and they've got the flashing—not just the red and blue lights, but also the damn head, the uh, the spotlight thing that they're flashing at you, and like a you know flashing strobes on the front of their damn car. Uh, I mean, they've got so many flashing what? lights. That's it's a good thing I'm me. not. Yeah, it's a good thing I'm not epileptic, because right, I, I might over. have a damn seizure as a result of that. <laughs> I got and pulled on, over. In Florida. On, hold on. On top of that, my eyes are then locked into my rearview mirror because sure. I have to determine well, is this guy after me? So I'm going to kind of pull over into the right lane. Okay, now he's coming behind me, so now I know I've got to pull over, or he's going to run me off the road, possibly shoot me. So my uh, my, uh, my attention, like 99 to 100% of my attention, is focused on my rearview mirror. If something happens in front of me while a cop's trying to pull me over, or just a cop's behind me with those damn lights on, that's an incredible danger.
2: I got pulled over in Florida, pulling out of a uh, uh, you know driveway uh, from a business, and the lady... You know, pulled me over, and I you know pulled right over as fast as I could. And she's like, yeah, I, "I almost rear-ended you. You pulled over so fast. What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm pulling over. You turned on the lights." So pulling over quickly is, and she and she wanted like she's looking through the car like I'm a, like a bank robber or something. She was freaking right. out about how quickly I pulled over. Well, I got
0: caught uh, freaked out of me because I took too long to pull over because <laughs> I wanted to because I kept going till I could pull down a side street because I didn't want to pull over in the you middle of a traffic do lane. Do
1: it right. Right. You can't do it right. It's ridiculous. No, I mean, mean. It's mission creep, you know. it's I, I, How can anybody claim that the police are doing an honorable job or that they're, or you know, they're or safer protecting. by waiting at the bottom of a hill or waiting over the crest? You know, I mean, anything like that. It's ridiculous. They're just serving themselves. I, yeah.
10: Yeah. I'll say, I wanted to say this. I've a, a few things I want to say. I want to say that I believe that this is just my own... Uh, made-up observation or or whatever, maybe you ought to have statistics, but it seems like the police in the United States spend like 85% of their resources on victimless crimes, drugs, speeding. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but it's
2: no, probably right. right. That's probably right. I don't know what the statistics are, but uh it seems like well y- y- things like finding burglars is not profitable for uh police. They just don't spend any time on property crimes. And f- and I don't know what they do as far as uh you know crimes where people are injured and things like that, but there's really no there's no p- benefit to them as an organization. There is a large benefit to them as an organization giving out tickets and uh you know b- busting people for drugs and confiscating uh, asset forfeiture laws and confiscating property and all that stuff. Huge benefit to that. So I don't know what the difference is between them going after crimes with victims and crimes without victims, but I know they're incentivized to go after crimes without victims. And a lot of it could also be due to the fact
1: about the uh, growth of the police state. I mean, let's say you live in a town and there used to be two officers and now there's four. So what do they do? They go around and they look for issues that that have no victims. So there's there's more people being harassed, more people being shaken down. And and they find that, hey, we may as well go after the, quote unquote, law abiding folks because they they don't they stand up, up to us and they pay us. Right. Yeah. So it's a lot Quick. less. Right. And, and, yeah. and to get in the mind of, of a police officer, you know, some, oh, they have such a tough job. People are so against them. But doesn't it make sense that if you're known for going around town and shaking people down for doing nothing wrong, that people might be a little upset at you?
10: Yeah, and it's cool that you're on the you're on the show tonight. Uh, it's Pete, right?
1: Yeah, appreciate it. Pete Ayer from CopLock.org. Yeah, org.
10: yeah that, I've, I'm, I'm friends with you and uh, see all your posts and stuff. Uh, I was going to say that, uh, like, I live in a, a town that's literally, I think it's 3.8 square miles uh, the size of it. Mm-hmm. We have, like, four to six cops on duty at all times. Oh, during,
0: golly. How during- many thousand people live there?
10: I think it's, oh man, 25 or t- 32. Okay. That's about like what that. we've got then.
0: That's a, that's about Keene, New Hampshire. Keene, New Hampshire, about 25,000 people, and there's about four or five, maybe more cops on at any given time. There's more in the evenings, like on a weekend or something like that, sometimes as many as eight to 10. Uh, hey, thanks for the call, William. I appreciate hearing from thanks. you. Yeah, take care. 855 450 free to Chris in Ohio. Chris, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Pete and Mark. Hey, how's
7: everybody doing
0: tonight? Great. Uh, Chris, what's on your mind?
7: Well, I served in the the Army for four years. I'm sorry. And that experience really turned me off to backing the military in any way. And I was wondering if I could get the names of the advertisers that dropped your show so that
5: I can avoid
0: doing business. Well, I appreciate that. You're talking about a conversation we had last night on the program regarding our weekend uh, Saturday show, which upset a listener who proceeded to then call the local radio station that uh, was airing the program, the cluster of stations has since dropped the show, uh, and also called some of our advertisers and complained. At this point, we have not lost any advertisers. That is up in the one of them is up in
2: the air at the moment. Right at this point, that's um, you know the best thing you can do is contact advertisers that are on Free Talk Live, and uh, whether it's local or national, you know ours are national, and contact radio stations that you listen on in your local. Well, ideally, area.
0: you should contact them if you buy their product. Don't just just say thanks. Buy their product if you... When you're planning your move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, consider Keen. Civil disobedience, politics, media, outreach, and social events. Keen has it all. Get connected with video, audio, our forum, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. Free Talk Live, you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial in toll-free, 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. Here with you this evening, it's Ian, Pete, and Mark. We invite you online over at freetalklive.com. Listing options are there. And they are both online again, by the way. We had a, a, some downtime, server crash earlier tonight uh, prevented the Free Talk Live streams from operating. But they are back, and you can go to listen.freetalklive.com. And you can listen any old time, 24 7 around the clock. The latest episode of Free Talk Live is there for you, airing. You can tune in on our broadband stream or our dial-up stream. Pete, you were asking a moment ago about your Android phone, and we have the mobile site. You can go to listen.freetalklive.com anytime, anywhere, but there's also a mobile site that makes it really easy to access our streams. You just go to m.freetalklive.com, and you'll see... The links to the streams, you'll also see links to different software for different models of phones. So if you got an Android, there's some suggestions there. you got an iPhone, there's a suggestion there, Windows Phone, etc. So different choices for you, and we try to make it as easy as possible. Now, in uh, the event of uh, a stream going down... We have other listening choices that are online. You've got the webcam at cam.freetalklive.com. That's completely separate from the audio streams. It's yeah, totally that's, my, that's my
1: preferred way to watch the show if I'm at a with a laptop or desktop. Yeah, definitely. and it's
0: nice to be able to see into the studio. Yeah. So there's that in the chat rooms there as well if you right. want to interact with other listeners. Uh, and also there's lrn.fm, which is another way to listen to the program. And the LRN-FM high-bandwidth stream is also on a different server from the FreeTalk LRN. Live. LRN.FM. F- LRN. LRN.FM. Thank you. What did I say? It's like LRN-FM. Oh, thank you. Yeah, LRN.FM. Uh, their high-bandwidth stream is on a different server. And and there's also a list of 100-plus uh, radio stations that carry the show. Some of them have streams. Uh, GCN, our network, they have streams there. There's actually a, a section on our listen page, listen.freetalklive.com, that lists all of our internet affiliates. So there's so many different ways to get tuned into Free Talk Live. Plus, XM Satellite Radio airs the show on two different channels throughout the week. Uh, you've got a free-to-air satellite channel as well, which is a completely separate stream from, uh, from the other ones. Uh, it's, there's, if you can't get Free Talk Live into your ears, you're not trying. Uh, and on top of that, there's also the Free Talk Live listen lines as well.
2: We were just just talking about ways that uh, one can support Free Talk Live, and the, you know, because, you know, sometimes people who don't like the show target advertisers. Here's an easy one for you Uh, it's wisefoodstorage.com. There's lots of reasons why you would want uh, to store food in your home, whether it's, you know, destabilizing events around the world, uh, you know, food shortages, natural disasters. You don't know what's going to happen in the future, but it's a good idea to have a certain amount of this. One thing you can do is go to WiseFoodStorage.com, use coupon code FTL, and ask for a free entree sample. I mean, we're not asking much from you here, folks. Go get a free sample. Try this stuff out. If you like it, this is a good idea, a good way to protect your family and support Free Talk Live. You can use coupon code FTL to get no-cost shipping and 10% off of any order. It's WiseFoodStorage.com. You can call, if you don't have a computer handy, 855 foodwise WISE. That's 855-FOODWISE. Use that same promo code, FTL, and you'll get that uh, sample, free shipping, and 10% off any order. Peace of mind included with every order. It's the greatest gift you can give your families this uh, holiday season, wisefoodstorage.com. All
0: right, the toll-free number here, 855-450-FREE. Uh, you can take control of the airwaves. Mark, you felt like you wanted to make a, a point of clarification before we get back to the calls here about uh, boycotting advertisers that are, that are threatening to perhaps
2: take Free Talk Live off the air? Well, um, I think that you know. When, uh, the and there's con- only one of them, by the way, and it's it's up in the air. right Yeah, now. I don't even. I don't think that that's going anywhere. Pr- frankly, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, that's personally. great. Uh, that's that's what I believe. I mean, you know, I I have tr- tried to make it very clear. You know, the person's email was not clear. It was it if not a lie, a mischaracterization of the truth. Uh, I, I'm not prepared to call the person a liar. I don't know what they were thinking, um, but I you know what they said wasn't true so uh, you know the advertiser i think has had an opportunity to look at that um you know and 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 that's that but you know, it is a truth that people are going to go after free talk live free It'll talk happen live, again yeah free talk live says some things that are tough for people to internalize and truth hurts that's that's that so if you tend to believe the things that uh, we say. You know, the, the, the kind of folks that uh, listen to Free Talk Live tend to be the skeptical crowd. They're, they don't tend to be, you know, emotionally driven. They tend to step back, take a, take a look at the things. But those are the people that have
0: been listening for a long time. Yep. You've also got people that listen for the first time, and that might have been this person on Saturday night. You might have heard the show for the very first time. Right. I'm and they about say
2: about P1s, our primary listeners, the right. people that really dig Free Talk Live. That keep tuning in again and again. Appointment, yep. listen to the show, so-called. They love that we provide them with... Uh, a great deal of content every week, and they love that we provide them that pro liberty message. You it know, can be the- easy to get apathetic for anybody, and the fact is, Free Talk Live is here because of advertisers. It's here because of people who amplify, people that really support the show in real and tangible ways. Listening and telling your friends, awesome. You know, I mean, those because your friends may be people that do it, but you know, supporting the show in tangible ways is the way that um, you know that we're, we're protected.
1: Yeah, I mean, I got to say, with uh, Adamo Freeman and some other folks, traveled the country a few times, and uh, so we met a lot of folks all over the place, and Free Talk Live was probably the number one uh, referenced uh, place for people who had heard of us before or the ideas that we kind of were advocating. So it is a a very powerful medium uh, to get the ideas out there, so if you at all care about Liberty and especially liberty in our lifetime, as we often talk about, then uh, you know, for a few bucks a month, I'll just say that you can uh, make a difference. Yeah,
2: you could certainly do worse with your Liberty Dollar. Oh right. yeah, uh,
0: like give it to the Libertarian Party. You might as well throw it down a rat hole. <laughs>
2: right. Right. Well, and that's, or any political campaign. Right. Or you know, when you oh, look at Ron these... Paul, they're doing all right. Right. Uh, oh, when on. you look at these other, you guys organizations...
1: can leverage a dollar better than the Ron Paul campaign. I think you're right
2: about that a leverage a dollar. That much may very, very well for be dollar true. Dollar for dollar, there we can go. do better Bang than for Ron the buck, Paul. FTO. But, but, I wonder about he's got
0: he's got visibility that we can't even scratch.
2: That much is true. Sure. But who who is besides Ron Paul, you take Ron Paul out of the picture, who's doing a better job? spreading the the messages, a message of liberty to people who haven't heard it before, who weren't intending to hear it. You know, I don't like tooting my own horn, but I don't know if anybody else besides yeah, Free Talk and, and when you're talking about the monthly At least budget. through
0: mainstream media, and I'm not going to comment on, like, Free Domain Radio. I mean, he claims he's got, like, 25 million downloads
2: or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so. that is incredible. Um, yeah. There's no doubt about that. So through the mainstream, Free Talk Live. Yeah. you know, Free Talk Live, probably in the top half dozen of ways that you can, you know, use, you know, leverage your liberty dollar. And I think that 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 is an incredible thing. When you look at all these other you know, folks, Free Talk Live doesn't shove it down your throat. What's our amplifier program at? It's it's dwindled down it's to like 3,500 It's been as high now. as
0: like 4,800. 40, when you look,
2: look at the budgets of many of these libertarian organizations out there, you're talking about 10 times – Hundreds of thousands, times um, you millions. know, whatever millions a, a year that these organizations yeah. get. Free Talk Live is scrimping We're by on a heck of a under, lot less. less and doing a heck of a lot more. Yeah. So that you know, to me, I you know, we don't we don't tend to push the amp program. We say, you know, if you like the show, you no, know, once throw a show, three, we talk th- three money. bucks a month. But yeah, I mean, I I, mean, I came from the Think
1: Tank world in D.C. and like looking at the uh, let's say. The big libertarian dog on the on the block is the Cato Institute and they it have is, yeah. have a uh, budget i don't know over twenty five million a year and they re-renovate in the building and i mean there's many other uh, i would say more consistently principled organizations there in d c that operate with much smaller budgets but uh, the, the fact that you need infrastructure and you're paying those high taxes versus you know something. Plus,
0: a lot of them are trying to lobby and they're right. trying to change the that's system. Expensive. We're just trying to reach people yeah, that's what open I'm minds. It's,
1: it's, it's great. It's Eight, a better model.
0: 855-450 free. We're going to get right back into your phone calls next. 855-450-3733. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever you want. Toll-free number 855 free. That's one 450 3733 Here tonight, it's Ian, Pete, and Mark, inviting you to our website at freetalklive.com. You get signed up and we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Go to news.freetalklive.com. You can follow
2: us via email, Twitter, Facebook, news.freetalklive.com. If you smoke cigarettes, I want you to consider another possibility. That possibility is the e-cigarette. And the e-cigarette isn't actually a cigarette. It's a device. And that device vaporizes nicotine um, that is stored in sort of a, um, you know, some, some food chemicals. And that allows you to satisfy your nicotine habit in situations where you wouldn't normally be able to do it. You can sit at your desk at work. You don't have to go out in the cold and stand. You know, you can do it, uh, you know, restaurants, uh, bars, places where you can't smoke. You can vaporize and it makes that a heck of a lot easier. What is uh, happens oftentimes is people that never even intended to quit smoking will begin to diminish, oftentimes, begin to diminish their consumption because they're vaporizing, which is a significantly healthier activity. It's 22,000 times healthier by one metric. A a pack-a-day smoker also save about $120 a month by completely uh, uh, switching. Also, none of that's, you don't stink, your mouth doesn't taste bad, Um, all those things are very important, and you can get one of the best-made e-cigarettes on the market today, by just going to vaporsmiths.com you can get it for free. Go to vaporsmiths.com, use coupon code FTL, purchase 40 cartomizers. Those are the things that contain the nicotine and a cartomizer cartomizer has about as much nicotine as a pack of cigarettes. Um, you can get that uh, you know for 70 bucks. 70 bucks you get a free kit and free shipping. It is a great deal. Um, so go to vaporsmiths. dot com or call eight five five to get vapor. vaporsmiths. dot com eight five five to get vapor. To the
0: phones and the fun. Jeffrey's listening in Pennsylvania to XM Satellite Radio's America's Talk. Hey Jeffrey. Hi. Hey, what's on your mind?
5: You guys, I am a business owner. Excellent. I employ two hundred eighty five people. My my payroll runs me around one hundred seventy five thousand a week. Wow. wow. If the banks, the banks want an anal exam now, lend money.
2: Yeah, it's it's, um, it's hard to get it, it, hard to get money for small businesses right now.
5: Well, this might come as a shock to you. I don't know if you know anybody that goes to a car lot and with a suitcase full of cash and pays cash for a car. They don't do it that way. Not common. They borrow from the bank. They borrow money from the bank mm-hmm. and they service the debt. U.S. business is no different. They talk about us sitting on record profitability. Well, yeah, I had record profits last calendar year, but if the banks are not going to lend money. When you're running that type of a payroll weekly, because, see, when you don't make your payroll employees say things to you like, I'm taking your ass to court.
2: <laughs> yes, okay? they do. Okay.
5: Uh, so it makes people like me nervous with the banks. I got over a million dollars in the bank, but I'm not going to invest it in my business if I know the bank it, if I don't have free access to credit.
0: Mm-hmm. Makes people sense. important.
5: Think... They think things in a simple-minded manner, like my Republican neighbors, these are right-wingers, I'm not that right-wing, I'm a Republican, but not a right-wing. I said, look, you can cut taxes to zero right now, it's not going to matter. It's not. The problem with our economy is like it's like a car on the side of the road with a dead battery. Put more gas in the tank, it's not going to make it go anywhere. The problem is demand and confidence. And if the banking industry is not lending, That's going to lower the confidence of the American people and freeze the economy. That's what's happening right now.
2: Uh, I think that this is important, but I have a question for you. What's the caller's name? Uh, This is Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Um, Now, you said that uh, it wouldn't do anything by lowering taxes. How much do you think – you have have 200 employees. How much do you think if that you pay to the federal government and probably local and state governments on top of it? How much do you think you pay of your gross receipts in taxes? Percentage-wise.
5: Uh, you talking about my business? Yeah. Around 5.5% solved, because I have a very good attorney. Now
2: that's, that's good now, news. Well, how many, how many digits is that? Is that five digits, six digits? Oh,
5: yeah, yeah. But you know what? I'll look at it this way. Is that per no, week? I got pictures of myself in the 1990s when I had, well, I had black hair then. Well, I actually survived Clinton tax rates. My, my business performed very well. What? The American people need to understand that we need to pay for the things we want in life. And, and if the American people don't want these things cut massively within our government, we need to pay for them then.
0: Should I have to uh, pay for things that I don't want?
5: Yes, I paid for wars I didn't want. Uh,
0: why, do you, why would you say yes to something like that?
5: Well, I, I look at it this way. For 30 years, they've had drilled in their heads that the government is bad. I will tell you as a business owner I like the fact that I have an interstate system that, that I run So you don't be believe that
0: business them. owners would uh, and property owners would be able to make their own roads? No they wouldn't. Wow, man. They
5: wouldn't be able to maintain them. I mean, take, take for example.
0: Have you ever you been to Disney World? No, I have not. Okay. Well, then you don't know you don't I'm, with all due respect, I don't know what your business is, but clearly you don't know that much I'm about roads. House, dude. Hmm?
5: Well, yeah, I mean, I need roads to get my freight to my to my warehouses. Uh, I look at it in the rail system. Uh, I look at it this way: there's a lot of things that the American infrastructure, why it makes it competitive.
2: Well, well, Jeffrey, and you know what?
5: If, guess what? It costs money
0: for those things. Jeffrey, well,
2: but the, but the railroad system is private, and the roads are public, and that's an important distinction.
0: Well, well largely I mean, private. A lot but of railroads,
2: privately. when they were built
1: depended on eminent domain and things like that. But I mean, Jeffrey, I would ask you if 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 your customers, obviously you have customers, they demand whatever good or service you're providing. So right. if there's a demand there, some an entrepreneur, an innovator is going to figure out a way to make that happen. And if the demand happens to be getting a product from point A to point B, whether it be down the street or around the world... It's going to happen, and so if you think about what government does, government is inefficient. It's a lot of people spending other people's money, not learning from mistakes. They have no incentive to spend it well. But if you are helping to pay for, like, let's say this infrastructure, let's say you're you're in uh, Pennsylvania, so maybe you're on a river. Let's say you want to make a dock or something to offload like bulky products. You're going to have an incentive to do that well, rather than if this if this county or the state did it and they just took money from a lot of people, people that don't even live nearby.
5: It always amazed me how for 30 years they have sit there and they have brainwashed American people and thinking that the government is so terrible. We have the cleanest water. We have uh, a situation where our food supply is safe. Our drugs are safe. Well, All these things have because of our government. And yet they think that... Uh, that's what I understand. We're one of the, the only nations in the world that
2: them. adds a, a poison like fluoride to water. Now you can say what you want about fluoride, but I mean we're the only one in the world. You're claiming that we're, you know we have the cleanest water. I don't know that this is a true Wait, statement. They're adding, you uh, know, fluoride to it.
5: Uh, still, if you if you think about it for a minute, if you look at if you drive a car, for example, mm-hmm. they have recar they have re- recalls on automobiles by the federal government because. Uh, well, you're facing major fines, and you're facing a situation where you're going yeah, to get. unfortunately, sued, what you're what you're saying, Jeffrey.
0: Jeffrey, thanks by the way for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. Unfortunately, a lot of the things that you bring up, you know, it's it, he's presuming that these things would not be safe in the absence of government regulation, and that that presumption lies on this uh, this belief in the the evil. Nature of human beings—the idea that your food would be dangerous if we didn't have the government, but, because the businessmen would poison you.
2: Well, if if that's the case, then wouldn't politicians do the same? I mean, if 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 business owners are no, uh,
0: they're angels. Only you only, only elect angels the get best elected. Best people to politics. Uh, you know,
2: if either people are greedy and self-serving, in which case you wouldn't want them in politics, or greedy, or people are not greedy and self-serving, in which case right. it doesn't matter. The
0: food supply <laughs> is safe in spite of the fact that government exists because business owners want to provide you with safe products whether they be food or
1: cars right or- whenever you have a fda or anybody like that uh, i mean they they create a low barrier so in effect it, it's making us less safe because companies without that that uh artificial barrier placed on them uh would would innovate and say hey we have even safer things we have even safer things but right now right. The, the barrier is placed down there and i mean it's big companies are able to lobby government oftentimes uh, uh you know act in concert with politicians to pass new onerous regulations to keep out competition it thereby makes things making less safe. yeah making it less safe and making their products more expensive and bit and uh you know to the uh, loss well, of you and I well, there's it.
0: things that we can't see and what we can't see because we have all these government regulations is how great things could be in the absence exactly. of them with the marketplace providing checks and certifications and things like right. that more coming up here at 855 free if you're on the lines we'll do our best to get you on here more coming up you can take control free talk live show is Free Talk Live. Moments remain. Maybe enough time for your thoughts if you're on the line now. If you don't make it in tonight, no worries. We do it seven nights a week. Plenty of time for you to get your thoughts on the air and share them. Whatever it is you want to talk about, we'll take your calls about anything. That's why we call it Free Talk Live. Here tonight, it's Ian. Pete. Hey Mark. Don't forget to visit Pete over at his website, copblock.org. You also do libertyontour.com, although cop block is where you guys are focusing right. uh, these days.
1: Yeah, and cop block, I should just again, you know, emphasize it's decentralized. Uh, just myself and a with Freeman, some other folks uh, happen to be a little bit more involved with the uh, infrastructure and and content creation, but uh, we do love and uh, appreciate people uh, sharing their own stories, just to, just so we can support each other as a community. Coplock dot org slash submit. You can uh, share your content with us—videos, blog posts—and we'll get them uh, in front of more eyes if we can.
0: Let's go to the phones and to the fun. Oh, also want to mention that you can go to promote dot com to help Free Talk Live. Uh, get on more radio stations. Promote us on the internet. Uh, there's web, you know, web banners, bump, free bumper sticker, all kinds of different ways to get Free Talk Live and to more ears. Promote dot freetalklive dot com. Gene, the Christian anarchist in Tennessee. Gene, you're on Free Talk Live.
9: Well, hi guys. Hey, first what's... of all, before I get into my subject, I'd like to say I think that uh, Jeffrey there was pulling your chain. I don't. It doesn't sound like the owner of a business that has a hundred thousand in payroll to me.
2: But that's just. It could be. It was kind of an interesting thing he said, which is, um, you know, I've got a really good lawyer, and I pay only five percent or something like that. But the government needs to needs to be around providing services, and people need to pay into this system so that I can essentially get free things like roads. I mean, you know, if if business owners need things like roads i mean you know it would seem like they'd want to purchase them in the marketplace where one can purchase them more efficiently rather than sort of playing this game with the government where you employ tax attorneys in order to dodge their fees yeah but i mean we should and be I, surprised i mean there's people
1: with a hodgepodge of views and they've you know yeah, just sure. been yeah i tend to, to i to,
0: tend to be uh believing of people in those those positions that right. uh, would would yeah. take such a bizarre inconsistent the
9: default
1: appraisal uh, state is,
9: several several things that made me think that he didn't sound too much like a real business owner all right, Gene. Go I ahead. Could find, if I could find that lawyer, I'd sure hire him in a minute.
0: So go ahead with your I, thoughts. I, What's on your way mind? More than
9: that. Well, I'm talking about uh, Medicare. Uh, of course, we have a medical practice, and so we deal with these uh, deal with the devil every day. And the Medicare has gotten to the point where most doctors aren't taking new Medicare patients. Now that includes us. We've actually had to recently stop taking new Medicare patients, and The reason is, well, there's many reasons, but it all has to do with the fact that the government is trying to basically get services for nothing from the doctors yeah, or or next to nothing. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we just learned about is because they're going to the new electronic medical records, which is nothing more than a way to snoop on everybody, that they're going to start penalizing the doctors if you have a patient who has more than 10 prescriptions. So now that they can snoop on you and see how many prescriptions everybody's got, they're going to say, well, if you've got a patient who has more than 10 prescriptions, we're going to penalize you.
0: So and the, the reason doctors, for that is what?
9: I don't know. Uh, they're calling it uh, uh, polypharmacy or whatever, so that you know people that are trying to, they're accusing the doctors of, basically promoting drugs for the drug companies, I guess.
0: Essentially saying that they don't believe that anyone should be on more than 10 medications and any doctor that is prescribing more than that must be some sort of a pill peddler? But
9: here's the problem. Your Medicare patients are what? They're older. They're 65 and Mm -hmm. up. And so they have more complicated issues. Oh, yeah. They, They take longer to see. They take more of the doctor's time. They take more of the staff's time because most of the calls that our staff handles are from the older patients checking on their labs and checking on their, you know, different results and asking if they can have prescriptions refilled. So most of our telephone time is taken up by our Medicare patients. Now, we don't get paid for that. We only get paid for a patient visit when the patient comes in to see the doctor. Mm -hmm. So all of this other stuff is basically freebies that we have to pay for and, um, all of the and, and, Well, the thing about the 10 drugs is that it's going to put the additional burden on the doctors, and the doctors are going to say, well, you know, we can't take you because you've got 10 drugs, and therefore we're going to be penalized, so we're not going to take you as a patient. Mm-hmm. So now these patients that have complicated issues are not going to be able to find doctors to go to. Furthermore, as this problem progresses and people start getting less and less reimbursement for handling patients that have more complicated problems, The doctors are going to just stop taking Medicare patients
0: altogether. So if doctors aren't taking Medicare patients, then you're going to have this big demand from Medicare patients who are saying, these free market doctors, of course it's not a free market, but these doctors in the marketplace are, uh, they're screwing us over. We need the government to take care of us. And
9: And the next step will be the government's going to say, well, if you want to keep your medical license, you have to take Medicare patients. Oh, boy. And so then what you're going to have, the, the the result of that is going to be more and more doctors retiring early and mm-hmm. saying, well, you know, I've had enough Screw of it, to heck with it. Yeah. And then you're going to have a shortage of doctors. You're going to have people lined up just to get in your waiting room, and then
0: you might as well be Canada at yeah, that
1: point. Or, or what we might see is the emergence of a uh, competing institutions of people who don't necessarily jump through all the regulations and hoops that the uh, this group, this government sets forth. And well, that'd be great as people, long as they could
0: avoid a, a police raid.
1: Uh, I mean, let's let's talk about like free aid that's that's uh, starting to emerge here in the shire, and you know, I would love to see that that organization grow substantially. Me
0: too, and I'd love to see somebody who is brave enough to take on the medical establishment because you know the ama uh is not going to be happy with free aid or anybody mm-hmm. else that steps up and says we're going to offer medical services we're completely unlicensed and we're going to help people feel better they're go- i mean there's going to be raids and arrests over that and it'll be a very very courageous of anybody who takes that ball and runs with it
1: i'd, well, I'd hire them. them i would love to see the room i mean i, I remember when o- the obamacare was going through they, they said it brought uh, the amount of the healthcare industry that was regulated from like Sixty-five to seventy percent, or seventy-five to eighty percent. So it was a slight increase, but the industry is one of the most heavily regulated, which means a stagnation of innovation, which means uh, procedures that would be far uh, would be gone uh, and, and, and f- far improved upon if, if uh, the the state and its uh, regulations were out of the way. Well, I'll
9: tell you, I'll tell you the way the market is reacting to this in one way, and that is there's something now called MDVIP. And uh, I don't know a lot about it, but I've heard about it. And what it is, a doctor will say, okay, I'm cutting my patient load back. Let's say a doctor has a patient load of uh, 3,000 patients. He's going to cut that back to 1,200 patients. So all he's going to see are 1,200 patients. But each patient has to pay in advance $2,500 yearly in order to be your patient. So you will still take all of the medical, the insurance, uh, Medicare, whatever they have. But they have to pay you in advance $2,500 to be hmm. their practicing position
0: To cover the overhead. Hey, Gene, thanks yeah. for the call, man. I appreciate hearing from you. Let's talk to Kelvin. He's on the line in Colorado on the Amplines. Hey, Kelvin.
6: Hey, good evening, Ian, Mark, and Pete. Hey, what's on your uh, mind? Hey, uh, I've, I've been following this uh, uproar about the uh, service members and uh, whether they should uh, follow their conscience or their uh, – uh, Morality and such, uh, mm-hmm. or when they're ordered to do things, and I have a, a maybe a slightly different uh, take or angle that might be useful to them okay. uh, when they refuse to do things that are against the Constitution or what, what have you. Um, so, in the basic training or boot camp or what you know, whatever service it is that you're in, a service person is instructed that they are not to obey an unlawful order. Uh, And my contention would be that by giving this instruction, that the uh, establishment is admitting that it is the individual service person that has the right and obligation not to follow an illegal order. So uh, that, to me, says that that would be a legitimate defense if that person sincerely believed that this order is contrary to the Constitution uh, and it's an illegal order, I'm not going to follow it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure the response would be, well, the, uh, the JAG, course, says differently or what have you. But if that's true, there would be no reason to empower and instruct these people in basic training that uh, they're not to follow the illegal order.
2: Yeah, I'd say I'd say you're right about that, but it's still orders are wrought with problems. I mean, if you're going to have uh, military men and women who are sort of you know have to they they make a pledge to the Constitution and they're instructed not to follow illegal orders and bad orders, then you tell them you must follow orders. I mean, you've really got a really difficult situation for these people, and they know what the easy the path of least resistance is. Just it's do as you're told. You just do what you're told.
0: Well, which is why, even though I agree with what you're saying, it still requires the gumption and the courage to be able to refuse to follow that order and then make make that stand, right?
6: Oh, absolutely. I, I agree with that. I'm just saying that here is a, you know, the person might feel a little bit, well, I'm just sort of uh, defending my my moral opinion or what have you. But here is an actual way within the system that was put in there for them to refuse you know, claim to be refusing to follow an illegal order. Very good, Kelvin. Uh, and we got, we're got out of time, man. Thanks for
0: the call tonight. appreciate hearing from you. It's Vinny in here with you. And Pete. And Mark. See you tomorrow. Online in the meantime, freetalklive.com. You know that cigarettes will kill you. You've been thinking about giving the e-cigarette a try? There is a healthier option. 22,000 times healthier. Well, listen to this offer from com. A pack-a-day smoker will save $120 a month, so you already start being richer, feeling healthier, and smelling better. What more could you want? How about a free starter kit? Just purchase 40 cartomizers with coupon code FTL. Free shipping on orders of $60 or more. 855 to get vapor or go to vaporsmiths.com.